there's just something about driving through Valley Forge National Park. You know you're almost there on campus. And as you get closer, you go through the back roads. You go through the winding curves. And then you make it to campus. You see that Valley Forge Christian College sign. Oh, man. And you make that turn into campus. You keep on going straight to your left. Oh, man, those beautiful trees. And right in front of you is the administration building. You take a left. You're going down. You hit that first bump there. And that is where the mail room is. Oh, man, remember those care packages your parents never sent you? Oh, man, that was great. And then you come around to that beautiful crappy building and that is home 24 down you finally turn into the parking lot you go right into your parking space you're going across the lawn where we've played frisbee football all types of stuff heads between crotches and jumping on top of each other who knows what that game was called and then you come to the stoop. The stoop where we've been for hours upon hours and spent life there. Man, those were good times. Jokes were told. Shooting the breeze. Even shedding tears at times. Talking about God. Getting spiritual. Man. And then you open that beautiful glass door that we've probably shattered more than once. And you go in and you smell the stench of kimchi and that beautiful Korean food. Oh, man. But then you smell something else. And that ain't kimchi. Mikey took a crap on the floor again. Oh, my gosh. And you see the RA room where Daryl was. And Carlos for two years. And then Andrew. What an awesome time we had in that room. And outside that room, if you can remember. Oh, oh, here comes Tim. Oh, man, yeah, definitely. He slapped me in the butt. Yeah, we know Tim always does that. Wow. And then you see the two sets of twins. Oh, man, and twins. I love twins, man. The Brazilian twins and, and oh, baby, the English twins. Yo, Rizzo, let me get some pep nips. Hat comes out as no arms, man. He does his little stance with his cigarette in his mouth. Oh my gosh, man. That was amazing. Wow. This truly is home. Matthias. Matthias, you're already doing someone's hair. That's amazing. Oh, Pete's reading the Bible. Nate's stretching, getting ready to go to the gym already. And like I said, Mikey pooped on the floor, and this time it was in the hallway. Disgusting. Oh, shoot. Henry. Oh, other way, other way, other way. Oh, I looked out the bathroom window, man. Oh, I see D-Shat. I see Wolfie. They're skating out there. Wow, man. And everyone else is playing Halo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, what's that loud scream? Is someone doing Icy Hot right now? No. It's our 24 down girls. We love you girls. You're definitely part of us. There's only one more thing left to do. Let's all do it together. When I say 2-4, you say down. 
two, four, two, four, two, four. Ah! One more thing. Carlos! All right, guys, welcome back to the 24 Down Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Hat, and today I'm joined by a whole ton of people because this is episode 24. The day has finally come. We are recording episode 24. Um, man, this is, this is awesome to see everybody's face, and uh, everybody's going to get a chance to kind of hang out like we used to and go through some things and everything like that. We've got some things planned out for you if they don't go exactly how we want them to that's fine too um i'm going to start off here before i introduce you know everybody that's currently on and i'm gonna i'm gonna start with a bang we actually have um we actually have a surprise for everybody that's going to be coming up like very very shortly um so be ready for that um other than that i'm just gonna I guess start introducing everybody. So I will start with uh, the admins. Uh, Wolfie, Wolfie's here. Wolfie, how's it going? Hey, buddy. I'm doing good. Awesome. We got Andrew as well. What's up, guys? Uh, For those of you looking at the Zoom, uh, our our surprise has just popped on. All right. Uh, You hear me? Yeah, yeah, we've got, we're going to, we're going to go back to the introductions in a little bit, but everybody welcome Carlos. Carlos! Welcome! Hello! What's going on, brothers? What's going on? I'd like to start this with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Uh, I need to get the check juice. Uh, Is that a pipe in your ceiling? (laughs) Say it again, say it again. I said, is that a pipe in your ceiling, Juge? I'm thinking I, I might need to get that looked at. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get the plumber. I'll call him in a minute. I got him on uh, speed dial. All <laughs> the experience of 24 down. <laughs> um, so we're going to do – I'm going to do something special here uh, with, with Carlos here in a minute. But let's finish going through these uh, introductions. Um, another admin on with us t- uh, tonight, Buddha. How's it going, Buddha? Doing great, man. Ready to put some hot and, uh, you know, icy hot on something. <laughs> and then uh we got uh, there he is down there there's so many screens we also got francis francis how's it going good what's up Francisco? all right so every, everybody else now um i'm just gonna go in order of how it is on my screen so we got aaron aaron how's it going hey everyone uh, and let's see we got colleen colleen's waving <laughs> Uh, we got- well, usually tell me I'm loud, so I wanted to like just leave. <laughs> that, that, that's a first. Um, <laughs> no blow. We got uh, we got Carrie with us as well. Hello. We got Josh Lee. Yo. The the one and only Neil Monster. What's up? <laughs> Um, we got D Chat on with us as well. Yo, what up? 
Uh, we got Tim Serajan. What's up, peeps? We got the, uh, the the Valley Forge Sports superstar Nate on with us. That me? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we also got uh, Junior has joined us as well. Junior, who you got with you? This is my beautiful wife, Sandrita Fazeda Marcuna Candudna. Hey, everyone. Or just she goes as Sandra, for those who do. Then we got, uh, we got Van as well. Van. Yo, what's up? OG here. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got another Nate with us as well. What's up, everybody? What's up, Nate? Uh, we got the other half of the Brazilian twins, Mike. Yeah, uh, Mike, who, who you got with you, Mike? Amber's in the house. Hey. This is Mia. Hey, hi. hi. Mia. <laughs> Mia. We made her. <laughs> we got a, oh. uh, we got a uh, big daddy, Rick. How's it going? What's up? What's up, Rick? We got a uh, another person. A lot of people probably have not talked to in a long time. Emily, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you guys? Doing great. Uh, I don't know if she's away or not, but uh, Raven is here as well. Raven, are you there? I'm here. Hi, awesome. everyone. Awesome. And then uh, because I forgot, um, Andrew, who do you got with you? I have my wife, Nancy, who you guys all know as Nancy Martin. She's now <laughs> Nancy Kindler. We would hope so because we had two children. <laughs> All right, and then and last but not least, our, our surprise to everybody, Carlos. What is going on, people? What's going on? Carlos! So, <laughs> so here's something that I wanted to do, um, and, and uh, you guys don't have to do this if you don't want to, but, like, I would like to personally take five seconds, ten seconds myself to uh, – apologize to Carlos for all the stuff that I put him through over the years. So Carlos, uh, I am very sorry. I don't know if anybody else uh, has anything to say on top of that. You guys are silly. You guys are silly. Uh, Carlos, I just want to say everything I was influenced by Josh Hatmaker was the influence behind me. Yeah, I was looking for the, the ringleader for many years. <laughs> <laughs> he was right under your nose the whole time. Oh yeah, I'm too, Carlos. So don't beat yourself up. Yeah, okay. Good times, good times, man. I, I would say it was between Hat, me, Tim before Hat, and uh, yes, we are sorry, and we love you so much. No, I think I think the uh, the beautiful part is that I think Buddha really uh, set the tone before <laughs> everything else because I remember before I became an RA, before long before everyone was on the floor, I don't remember who it was, but it was I remember Buddha's voice. And he would be outside my door. And I'm like, out of all parts of the hallway, why would be outside this door? Just having conversations, yelling. And you, I don't know if you guys remember Daniel. We went to bed at like 9 o'clock, man. And, uh, and they would just uh, get together and just chat it up. And um, I would walk out sometimes and be like, guys, what's, what's going on? Like, uh, we're trying to get ready for tomorrow. Whatever tomorrow <laughs> has in store. But... Um, I'd say one thing, it was, it was definitely um, the best times, the best times. 
and uh, it really set the tone. Prepare for the future, you know, as, as life goes on and, and you start encountering things, those were definitely um, you know, kind of groundbreaking times for me to prepare for what was going on in the future. But I'll definitely go into details in um, my episode, how this all played out. Well but said. no apologies, guys. It was, it was definitely a great time. Great time. Well, I know I, I probably speak for everybody here. Like, we are thrilled to have you on. Um, we are thrilled to start reconnecting with you. I know you and I have been messaging a little bit over the past few weeks, and I've loved every bit of it. So awesome to have you on. And again, like I said, I, I can't say it enough. I apologize. I'm sure I'm going to apologize a lot on your episode as well. So um, the other thing, Speaking of Carlos, uh, I got something to share with you guys. I, I said there was going to be a surprise t-shirt drop during the episode itself. So uh, if you guys can look here, it is the two, four down <laughs> Carlos shirt. <laughs> so everybody can, uh, everybody can go pick one of those up if they want. Um, but yeah, so uh, people are going to pop in and pop out of this episode and, and that's awesome. Um, that's what we want. So I guess we're going to just jump right into it. And the, the first topic is going to be um, the menu. If we were able to go back to 24 down or go back to Valley Forge for, uh, for one more meal, because uh, those of you listening, those of you that are sitting in the Zoom with us, you'll remember that was one of the biggest things of 24 down. And it's come up a lot on the podcast about um, it's, it's one of many people's favorite memories. The fact that we would go and take over an entire table, we'd go 30, 40 people deep. Like we just didn't go eat without each other. And um, so it's a very special thing to 24 down. Uh, and so there is an interesting idea that came up of, well, let's, let's see what would be on that menu. So um, I'm going to give everybody a chance if they want, they can throw something in. Um, you, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but uh, I will let whoever wants to start, start it off. At, is this only food that's available in the Valley Forge cafeteria or are we including what you could get elsewhere and bring? No, I think that I think that this should be only food that Valley Forge served, whether it was Sodexo or Aladdin or Back Porch or whatever. It's like food in quotation marks, but yeah. Yes. For me, it had to be that Strombolian from the Back Porch. I need it. I love, love that stromboli. That was my favorite, especially when it was made from uh, thing. Um, Vinda. Oh my gosh! Especially when Vinda made it. That was my favorite. What about me? Oh, I forgot you were there. <laughs> I I think my favorite meal was that Thanksgiving meal where they would like pull out all the stops and then you get like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> so sad, but it was so good. We got to have those donuts that they had like spread out uh, for like breakfast. And I always remember Nate Canfin always saying, yep, there goes my six pack. He would have like a, a donut and he's like, my six pack's going away. <laughs> he would yeah, always love the, the, he would always love the bacon too. And bacon, the omelets, man, uh, I would go for breakfast as well, bro. No, I remember we don't get the omelets, Buddha. And then remember that time you asked for extra eggs. And the girl kept giving you eggs. <laughs> and then she goes, that's a lot of eggs. <laughs> I still say that when I see a pile of eggs. I see a pile of eggs. <laughs> I'll say that for lunch, 
talked about this with you, Buddha, for a couple minutes on my episode that anything that was typically on that little like chef station for lunch, when you walk in and just bare left, you know, before you actually go to like the food line where everything was like mass produced, they had those like meals that were made one at a time. So you're waiting in line for a while, but you could typically depend on a pretty decent meal there. They had like customized like chicken and rice dishes and like pasta and stuff like that. So those are usually the safe zones. Flash in the pan, right? Wasn't it called? Flash yeah, in the pan? right. Exactly. I forgot about that name. Yes. Flash yes. in the pan. That was yes. the only thing that was good. Yeah. Really. A lot of times, yes. I'd have to say for me, I would always, do you guys remember how much cherry pie I would eat? <laughs> if not, that's okay. Cause I would basically, when I was done and I probably wasn't full, I would just go, cause we'd always like close out every meal. Cause we'd all be hanging out and I would just go grab whatever cherry pie they had and just like house it. So I always, that was my favorite thing. Talking about um, desserts they always had really good cookies, like the peanut butter cookies, the, you know, mm. cinnamon raisin. Those are always a, a go-to, uh, you know, after you were done eating. I completely forgot until Raquel brought it up um, on their last podcast, how much I loved the chocolate pudding there. And I'm not kidding. Like, you know, they had like the school trays and I would just fill the school tray with chocolate pudding that, and I would drink like chocolate milk. I'd have like 10 glasses of it but i think hat i think you and rizzo didn't you guys used to just fill up gallons of milk and take it back to your room so i had i um some of you will remember this i drank a ridiculous amount of milk when i was in college i always had in my mini fridge i always had a gallon of milk regardless if i was getting low i was going to the store to refill it because i didn't ever want to be without milk when i would go to the cafeteria it was always a minimum of like, I would double fist two glasses of milk, sit down, you know, and then like, I just, I could, and I just, I loved milk. Um, I remember the, there was one semester where I decided just to count how much milk I drank strictly in my room. So this doesn't include times going to the cafeteria and having two glasses of milk minimum. Um, also during that semester, I had strep throat, so I couldn't drink milk for about two weeks. And I went through I think it was 78 gallons of milk just in my room alone. So for me, like my answer is going to be the, the milk. Cause I just, I need it. I need it. You know, Dude, you got like the strongest bones, man. <laughs> it was, it was that milk. And then you would always have the Wawa old fashioned donuts. You know, you would have those. And I would always tell you the amount of milk that you drink, you can go work out and you don't have to take any protein shakes and you just wouldn't come to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go with the pizza. I think I that was my go-to almost every day. I agree with you, Colleen. Definitely the pizza, but it was nasty. So it wasn't like... It was nasty, but it was better than most of whatever else they were serving. I, I totally agree. It wasn't... I mean, it was like downgraded, low-grade pizza and sausage. <laughs> Pizza from the breakfast. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. Pizza was, it, but if you had to have pizza, it was it. Yep. And you I, could at least always count on that it was almost hot. That's the one thing that they kept rotating. You could at least get a hot piece of okay pizza. <laughs> the I don't remember who turned me on to this. Um, maybe it was Brizzo. 
Um, I can't remember. It was early on, but like, cause I would always go pizza as well. It was, it was something easy. It was always there, but somebody turned me on to putting, I don't know if they, I don't remember do we had Frank's or what it was, but there was a hot sauce that we had and somebody turned me on to putting the hot sauce on the pizza. And that was a game changer. Heck yeah. I take partial responsibility for that because I put Frank's on everything. But if I had to say one thing, um, I worry about all the stuff that they, you guys are even choosing because they, they, they tend to mess things up every once in a while. So if I had to pick something, it would probably be cereal because they can't mess that up. <laughs> I'm going to say with uh, breakfast was the waffles. I was so obnoxious with the waffles. I put like chocolate chips in every crevice and like all the confectionery sugar. But I think Rizzo might have said something about the pizza and the hot sauce because that's a big thing in Buffalo too. So, but yeah, I'm going to go with the waffles, loaded waffles. <laughs> Dude, that station was like the messiest thing ever though. Cause everybody did it. Everybody made their own waffles and it was just like, it looked like a FEMA hazard zone. <laughs> I was probably the one that made the mess. That's fair. <laughs> I want, I want to hear what Rick would put on the menu. Big daddy. The Clydesdales. <laughs> so, I don't remember. Like, I literally, I don't remember the food there. <laughs> like, nothing sticks out. I'm sorry. It's like one of those things that you guys are all naming the food, and I'm like, the pizza was horrible. And, like, I had a strong bully from the back porch, and it was horrible. Uh, it just really wasn't anything good there. But I will say the cookies, you know, so Buddha brought those up. Uh like anything snack related, they couldn't, for some reason, they were always like the weirdest and the best. You're like, how, how can they screw this up? But there were, I, I mean, I guess the holidays, like whenever they would do the good meals, but I forget everything because nothing, you know, I was going to say TD Alfredo's. That was like my go to. So. And bro, was it was it you that we used to go to um, the Chinese buffet? And you know, yes. there's like hundreds of things to choose from, and then you would get the sweet and sour chicken, just a whole place. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we used to go. Uh, we went. Uh, what we go? We went after church one time. It was like a whole bunch of us went down to the the China the China thing, but uh, we did that a couple times. So it was cool. Well, I was gonna say the Chinaman, but. I don't want people to get offended. <laughs> yeah, I'm part Chinese. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. What is what is Nate, Tim? What is he? Uh, Seabug? What's his nationalities? Oh, God. Nationalities one. It's American. Oh. <laughs> <Tell> him, <Nate>. USA! <laughs> USA! <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, it like, it wasn't it like Indonesian? You used to do, always do that. I didn't. No, no, no. I think you're thinking about the Samsung impressions. Is that what you're thinking about? Maybe. Uh, you Could be wrong. It. You did it. <laughs> hey, I bet I bet Banks wouldn't remember any foods either. Because remember, he would eat his whole plate of food in like four minutes and be like, and it would actually work out well for some people because when they were coming through the line looking for a seat, he'd be done. Yeah, like. Well, I think we all know why Neil didn't say anything. I don't think he ever ate there. (laughs) That's kind of true because the food was all so bad. I would always try to eat some other place. 
We know where. We know where, but you say it. What? Quiznos? <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought I, maybe I was wrong. I I thought it was Subway. And so my question was, was Neil the original Jared of Subway? <laughs> Dude, that's not a question. That's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Quiznos because I remember because I was like, dang, those are expensive. Yeah, but the food was a lot better than anything you get on the weekends from the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Neil, were you with us when we got that year, year-long year free sub for a week? When Quiznos first opened down there, it was – it was I was in line with I can't remember who else it was with 24 down but we stood in line the first 100 people that were in the doors got a free Quiznos sub per week for a whole yes. year was yes. that you that was in that yeah oh yeah that's why he ate so that's much why. <laughs> yeah man I mean man, I, I, think I, one, I, so why not? I think man, I think I might have been part of that too well because yeah, I, 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 I actually got a part-time job there for like a semester uh, uh, after uh, first opened, and I think that's how I was introduced to it. Is I think you, me, and Neil went together. Yeah, I couldn't remember who went with me, but I was like, we would always go there, and we'd have this ritual where we'd go, like, we'd look at the cafeteria food, we're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, let's just let's Quiznos. It's, we're going to Quiznos. That's just it. And that's what we did. I remember that. I don't know if he would eat the food or necessarily eat them, but Matt Matias just joined. Welcome, Matt Matias. Yes. And I What's think, up, my family? And I think you would probably take a nice bushel of apples to take out of the cafeteria with you and throw against the wall. What? Yeah, yeah, yo. I've, every ch- every single chance I, ha- I had, I would grab an apple and throw it against the brick wall because the sound it made was so glorious and uh, it made my day. But yo, we got to actually head out. I just wanted to check in real quick. We're actually going to a wedding Dinner. We're done with the wedding. It's We're like an after party eat. dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's my wife Michelle for y'all who haven't met her. Hi Michelle. Hey. Hello. Hey. But uh yeah, it's so good to see you. I wish I could have joined you guys earlier, but her family just had to get married today. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, love you guys so much. Have a love great you. evening, y'all. Love you. Love you, man. Bro, real quick, Later. can you uh, schedule me in for a cut? <laughs> oh yeah, I come right to the room, bro. All right, man. Yeah, it's actually really, really big. <laughs> it's like a condo. All right, yeah, we're actually we're in a hotel right now because we're in Illinois. We fancy. We fancy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, take care, y'all. Love y'all. Ciao. Hey, See you guys. So who is who has not shared something as far as uh, what their food is that they they want to share something still? I can only think of real. <laughs> because I can never find anything good to eat. But then I would take a said ball arms and that bottle would punch it out of my, my hands. But yeah, but then we said about the omelets, I totally forgot about that lady. I think her name was Latisse or something like that. And she was like the nice lady who yeah. made okay. But yeah, no, she she ruled though. But those omelets were top notch. Better than that, I reserved bowls of cereal, unless it was breakaway. We could always count on good food at breakaway where they wanted to impress all the prospective kids uh, with like, hey, taste how good our food is. So they hook you in, then they hoodwink you and show you that all they got is, yeah, just crap. I remember that woman because she was kind of like the omelet Nazi. You had to know what you wanted. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you had to know what you wanted because she would be like, nah, get out of here. What do you want? And I'll be like, oh. so I'll go over, over and over. Like Nate would try to talk to me. Pete would try to talk to me. I'd be like, yo, I'm just trying to concentrate. I need to know exactly what I want. And so now I go to diners and wherever to get omelets and I know exactly what I want. And that's from that. You, you know why that's Buddha? I don't know if you know, but I, I worked in the cafeteria my first semester there, man. And we're all about efficiency, man. We wanted to get out of there, you know, because at the end of the day, you're the last one to eat and you don't know what's going to be left over. (laughs) I got to agree with the omelet thing, uh, but I'm going to cheat a little bit and say Josh Lee made some killer rice and uh, kimchi in the room. So I had a little bonus going on there. (laughs) That is a loophole right there. You had a rice cooker, I remember. You and Samsung hooked that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hooked up the whole floor. I mean, remember, like, just people lining up in my room or our room and just, like, we'd just sit out in the hallway and just have a feast. I remember I would drive to H Mart, which is, like, 45 minutes away from school and just pick up groceries and, like, we'll just eat, eat that up. So that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was sweet, man. I still talk about that all the time. That but I'm not going to lie. I feel so bad because kimchi is not always like the best smelling kind of food ever. <laughs> so I just felt bad for the, everybody else who just like hated that smell. Well, it's not like you could make 24 down smell any worse. <laughs> that is true. But I did add to the uh, smell. Did anyone ever use the mushroom that was in the bathroom for like a culinary dish? Or anything? Oh gosh! Well, we, we were too we busy trying mushroom. to see how tall we could make it. Yeah, there was a mushroom. We kept coming, telling Henry to not cut tiles. it down. <laughs> was anybody ate that thing? They'd be never. dead, man. No, that Korean food. When you guys would all bring stuff back, because you guys would go home on the weekends and then come back, and then we would feast on all the leftovers you guys brought. That was awesome. That was the best. And we'd always do it at like one in the morning after playing Halo for seven hours. Yeah, I remember going to like Antioch um, and doing like the in- English ministry like on Sunday mornings and like they would bring in like pizza at the end. And I was like, what? Screw this, man. Like, and we would just like, <laughs> I would like grab Jane's or somebody else and we'd go find like the rest of the church where they just had all like the best Korean food. But they just were like, oh, these, these stupid white people. Like, let's just <laughs> give them pizza. Well, I remember that, man, with uh, Antioch Church on Sundays and helping with the service. And then that was the best part, man, was when you got into that room and they had tables full of food, man. It was like you grabbed and they wanted you to eat. They encouraged you to eat. They said, eat, eat. And, man, I remember that. I miss those days. Yeah, that was good times. Well, that's like when we came to see you, uh, Josh, when we came to um, – was your ordination? Yeah, ordination. Yep. Yeah, yep. and a bunch of us came to see you, and then we all feasted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. hope you guys enjoy that food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was that, awesome. Yeah, that was expensive. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I, I really appreciate that. I think that was like, uh, you guys coming through was like, uh, it, it was so meaningful. I really appreciated that. Yeah. So that was that was one of the big things. I I think. Um, especially the ordination was like one of the highlights of like my life, you know, like it's not going, it's not like I'm going to be getting ordained like multiple times. So like that milestone when you guys pulled through, man, that was like, that was really, that was really awesome. 
Well, that's the one thing that I know about 24 down is that we're, we're all spread out and we all don't see each other all the time, but you, there's, it seems like most people have some sort of at least one or two stories where people came through or, Hey, they did this or they met me here, or, you know? And so it's just really special to see how, you know, we've all just kept in touch with that and how, you know, we all, we all intersect randomly, you know, all different times, but it's just really keep, we keep in touch and intersect like that. So. Yeah, I know sure. we're talking about food and we're probably going to be moving on to something else soon. But I, I, I just 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 came up seeing, you know, Josh Leon here because I haven't seen you for a long time. And when you were talking, I remember you got to tell me, remind me where we were coming back from. But I remember you had that big, huge car, luxury car. You know what I mean? Was it a Lincoln or something? The Lincoln and- Town car. Yeah, we were coming back maybe from Pete's like farewell thing, you know, and it was just such a relaxing, chill ride. You were playing Jack Johnson, which I, you know, that was the first time I heard of him and I still listen to him till this day. And it was just such a chill time. And um, I don't know if we were talking or just chilling, man. I don't know if it was just me and you in the car or more people, but that was that was a fun time. Just chilling, man. Yo, man, that was I love that car. That was my first car. Um, but yeah, I think it was coming back from uh, Pete Sensenix's place. Like after we did that bonfire, I have a picture. I'll send you guys a picture. It was that was like, I, I remember um, just that night uh, because not everybody drove, right? Like, uh, but we would ha- we would roll out like four or five cars just to one place, whether it be like Pete's place or like to Philly, like in the middle of the night. And so, uh, man, that was that was a beautiful time. I, I really. Uh, and those are fond memories for sure. We were there for a long time because when we got back to campus, the sun was coming up. I think that was pretty crazy. And, and then after all that, Pete came back. Yeah, I remember like it was so late that the bonfire would just like die out and it'd be so freaking cold. Um, but man, those are a lot of fun times. I was so scared driving around that night. Like, because like Valley Forge is like, you know, like you have all that deer and all that stuff and like, uh, it's not lit, you know? Um, but yeah, those are some good times. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, before we move on to like our next kind of like topic, we actually have a special guest that's going to be joining us, um, probably just for a few minutes, but you know, it's, it's just going to be great to see him. Um, really good. Just to kind of catch up, you know, see how he's been kicking it lately. So, um, we just want to welcome you right now, uh, the one and only No Arms Man. Oh, gee. How's it going, dude? Funny how you say kicking it. I I, I like that. Oh, know? I'm sorry. No, it's good. I, I can I can kick. So, No Arms Man, how have you been? Oh, uh, you know, I've been been as good as I can be for having no arms. Uh, it's good to see a lot of you guys, and looks like you guys all still have your arms. So. <laughs> kind of sucks for me, but all right. What have you been doing these days for work? Well, I had a job. I, well, I went through an interview to be a dish boy. And then they did not like the fact that I was putting my feet in the sink to try and grab the dishes, wash. It just didn't work. So, so I had to leave that. I, I, don't, I don't appreciate that Buddha always laughs at me. Like that, that hurts. I bet you had some clean feet, though. Well, they're always they're always clean. Uh, how has the pandemic uh, affected you? Let me tell you. Try putting a mask on with no arms. 
Can I, I want to see any one of you do it. You can't. You just can't do it. All right. Do you wear gloves on your feet? But, uh, you know, how long have we known each other? And I feel like you're always trying to get to me. I, I, don't, I just I don't understand this. Uh, any um, any uh, you have a love in your life at this time? You know, like someone to have in the hold. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, next question. <laughs> if we did have a, a listener-submitted question. They asked, what kind of car do you drive? All right, well, you know, I can't take too many more of these questions. I'll allow maybe one more question, maybe a, a reasonable question. Does anyone else uh, have a question for No Arms Man? How's it hanging? <laughs> All right. That, somebody take my headset off. I can't. I, I'm done. Guys. Guys. <laughs> All right. I think we offended him. I think I think he's out for now. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back. He might come back. <laughs> we'll see. I think we'll uh, transition to the next the next topic we have. Um, this is going to be one where Hatmaker is going to have a lot to talk about. But these <laughs> are fines or rules that we all broke. Um, so we can come Ooh. clean and we can be honest Ooh. and we can talk about those things. Oh, good. James is on. So he can talk about a lot of them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Hat. Um, no arms man stopped by just to let you know. No way. I've yeah, stepped outside for a minute and I missed him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we were transitioning into the fines or rules that, that, you know, that we all broke. So, I mean, I didn't break any. So I'd be interested to hear what other people did. I mean, I'll start. I'll, I'll be honest. I think, I, as you guys know, I was not a rule breaker at all. Um, but one time we, what, I think Colleen was in our room to watch the movie. Um, yeah, that, that might have been about it. Not a big rule breaker. Carlos, please write this down. Yeah, uh, no, trust me. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'll send you five bucks, whatever. <laughs> yeah, where's He's actually all going to send us a bill. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll start a foundation. So yeah. I, th I think this is after Carlos. Uh, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the time when Andrew was the RA and all you guys went to see 300. Um, a, a couple of us stayed back because uh, we were rule followers. But then a couple weeks later, Tim and I, we went to go see um, 300, like it, it, back in Yonkers, New York. Uh, so we saw that. Um, I didn't break too many rules other than probably quiet hours pretty much every night. <laughs> yep. That's right on. So, oh, hey, I, I got I, I got to be honest. I did. I drank at Tom's house. One of the I know. I know I did. And then and then actually now that Carlos is on, I'm going to be honest, Carlos. Go for it, I brother. did get a tattoo. And you even approached me and asked me about it. And really? I was hiding it. I got it on my leg. I got my first Batman sign on my leg. And Dude. I would wear my towel low so you couldn't see my leg. And I lied to you. So please forgive me. Dude, half the stories you guys have brought up in your individual stories, I'm just like, I don't remember these things. <laughs> like, the, 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 like Josh, I don't know who it was. It was Josh and someone else were talking about. They were going underneath the ground. I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> when so, did this happen? We, I, we, we went through the tunnels. Uh, I know Gene was there. Francis might have been there, too. Um, but that was, Carlos, that was well after you. But I do have to correct one thing. Um, the 300 movie was, Carlos was the RA during that time. Dude, I, that's the other story. I was like, I don't remember that. 
I remember the flag issue because I think it was um, I don't know who came to the door and told me about it and recorded like just played the played what was going on and I remember calling like Talesh I'm like yo we got to talk and then having a meeting with him either that later that day or the next day but the the uh, 300 thing dude I I honestly don't remember that at all I think the flag um, whole thing like eclipsed like 300 because we doing this podcast learned that it literally happened the same weekend, both of those events. Yeah. yeah. And until I never even brought it up to me, dude, like I have no recollection of 300 at all. Now, now I do remember that. And it was so cool because now I remember Carlos was heated as much as we were as well. You know, it oh, was yeah. cool, even though. You know, I, I wouldn't call you strict, Carlos, but you were stricter than most RAs. But at the yeah. same time, you did love us. And it was kind of like you were our father. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it was like you were looking out for us and you're like, yo, they took our flag and everything. And I remember that now. I, I don't know. This, there's a lot of behind the scenes that you guys had no idea what was happening, man. When that went down and I had a meeting with Talash, I was like, dude, I want to take everybody down. I was like... I don't care how this plays out. Everybody's going down. And I don't, I remember one of the guys who were part of it. I don't remember who it was. I want to say Donovan told me, hey, look, one of them wants to talk to you privately. So I'm in the library and I had a meeting with one of them. I, I don't remember their names. And he was like, I apologize and all this other stuff. And I was in, I was in, I was so infuriated that I, I literally want to jump over the table and strangle the guy. But I was like, well, at the end of the day, um, it was jacked up. And I remember asking me, are you, gonna, are you going to push for us to get kicked out? I don't remember what I said, but I'll tell you my intention was to get him kicked out of the school. And... Some people would be like, well, that's an exaggeration. But at the time, I felt very offended and I wanted blood. I'm going to be honest with you. I was going 300, even though I didn't know 300, but I was like 300 mode in that time frame. I was 100% all chips in. Whatever tell us you needed to do, we're going to do it. Yo, why didn't you just like ball tap him, man? <laughs> do you remember your ball tapping sermon to us? That? Uh, that's another dude. That story, I I literally vaguely remember that, dude. Boone and I talked about it for like ten minutes uh, a couple weeks ago. I know. I I heard. I heard part yeah. of it. I heard part of it. Carlos, do you remember? Do you remember the time that you yelled at me because I threw Toby's clothes out on the front lawn? I <laughs> that dude. That story, I've. I remember when you would tell when you were telling you were it, so I, mad at me, dude. When you were telling it, I don't remember it. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't remember clothes being on the grass. But yeah. I was like, I, I was then I was slowly recollecting these stories. I was like, I had to have talked. About it. I feel like there was like a recollection of me talking to you. And then I was thinking <laughs> when you were like when you said in the podcast, I was like, he's like, man, I just wanted to punch him in the face. I was like, yeah, I would want to punch me in the face too. <laughs> Well, it was because I came to you multiple times and I'm like, dude, he's messy as heck. Yeah. He needs to tell me that he needs to clean his room. You're like, I'll talk to him. Don't worry. And then you would talk to him and he'd and still do the same thing. So yeah. it was like, 
the last straw. I gathered up all his clothes on the floor and threw him outside. And you were like, Rick, that's very irresponsible of you. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. So I have a question. <laughs> who who got the most fines? Like who probably we'll say dollars. Who paid the most in dollars for fines? And then a, a different kind of question, but similar was who was probably in student life the most? Josh Hatmaker. For both? I don't know. Here's the here here's the funny thing is like I know I've got that like reputation or whatever. <laughs> like I've like I've said before, my first year, year and a half at Valley Forge, I was like model student. Like I didn't really break rules. I might have I might have annoyed Carlos a lot, but I didn't like break foundational Valley Forge rules. And things went south after that. But like even still, I always kept under the radar. You'd be surprised how little amount of times I got fined or was in student life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could tell you my most expensive year when Carlos was my RA. <laughs> hey, I on that story too as well, dude. I mean, the books thing—I don't remember it, man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. A lot of other people have got some rules they broke and some fines they got. So we still want to hear some of these. Um, uh, I didn't get fined. But I uh, I passed out um, like movies out to you guys. Remember uh, Green Street Hooligan? Mm-hmm. That was a rated R movie. I just passed it out like it was candy. Dude, it was such a good movie. I found out about the movie through Valley Forge. So thank you, everyone who broke the rules to introduce me. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Josh definitely did not care about the rated R movies because I just had them like all on display in my room. Cause I worked at block and I worked at blockbuster too. And I would bring movies like home every weekend and just like, and they were like all rated R and you just let it slide. So thanks Josh. Are the best kind of movies, man. Yeah. Now that I'm actually thinking about it, like I never got, I think I only ever got one fine for um, just not having a room clean one time. I didn't know there was a room inspection. I got one fine for that. But in hindsight, I was like, man, I had so many R-rated movies on my shelf and I had so like all the M-rated games or whatever. It's like every, I don't have too many M-rated games either way, but I remember I had a ton of the movies. All my tattoos I pretty much got while I was at college. Um, I think that was it. And then hat and hat infamously had me drink my first beer at Mikey's bachelor party at Dave and Buster's. I think that's the extent of my breaking rules. I think, I think. Is it for stuff that we've gotten caught for? <laughs> no, not necessarily. If you wanna, if you wanna come clean about something, Rick, like now's the time. Oh, there's a lot. Uh, well, I basically touch base on pretty much everything on my podcast, but got thrown out of school. Uh, I think senior year, so I was out of twenty four at that point because everyone was gone for the most part uh pretty much all the stuff that i didn't get caught for was like after i moved out of 24 down so does that count (laughs) uh worked at a strip club for a while as a bouncer uh wait what and then yeah i worked at that strip club too as a dancer (laughs) (laughs) they probably would have taken you 
So did Tom. Uh, yeah, I worked at uh, worked at a strip club in Conshohocken. So I was there for I don't know, probably like eight months. I quit after I met my first wife, so I didn't want her to find out. Uh, but I wouldn't get home till or I wouldn't get back to school till like three or four o'clock in the morning. So didn't want anyone like snooping around, but then, uh, I worked at ice, which was, uh, uh, it was a club inside the Radisson hotel. So I was a bouncer there and believe it or not, uh, a few Valley Forge people would show up every now and again. <laughs> and they would just look at me like, you're not going to say nothing, are you? I'm like, probably not, because I'm here. Uh, but, I, I mean, well, the, the the regular club wasn't bad, I, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, Don Meyer probably would have frowned upon it in his establishment. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, worked there for probably almost a year but von carson came there one time and he like started laughing he's like dude what are you doing i'm like well i work here what are you doing here because <laughs> i think he was there with uh chaz it was like him and chaz and there's one other person I, I i can't remember who the other person was but yeah did some crazy jobs in uh in college so not uh, necessarily the, you know, I could not you the best stellar guy. performance of my life, but definitely learning experiences. That's for sure. You were just there doing ministry, man. <laughs> Someone had to be there to, to to give the word, you know. That's where Jesus would have been. So I flipping over bar tables. Yeah. So. I know there's still obviously a few of us that, that need to go. I'm really interested, and I feel like the answer is going to be nothing, but I'm really interested to hear what rules or fines uh, were given to Emily. Because this is going to be a long one. Well, yeah, I don't know if we have enough time. I don't want to take up the rest of the podcast, but actually something came to my mind that was not necessarily like um, a Valley Forge rule that was broken or a fine that I got, but um, I can't remember who that's here now would have been there at this time, but I did not live on campus. I lived with the family that I nannied for. Yeah, I and I don't know if you remember, but I invited, you know, uh, all of 24 down and probably some other people to that house when the family was on vacation. Do we remember that? Like, I don't think that we did anything crazy. We, I don't think that we. No, that's copied. where we took all those pictures and mm -hmm. I was wearing my Bennigan shirt and yes. there's, there's a ton And we of were upstairs in, in yep. the bedrooms of the people that I, you know, nannied for this, you know, very wholesome family. I think we dressed up in some of their costumes. I don't know, like the kids, whatever. So I, it just seemed normal and fun at the time, but looking back on it now, you know, like, that was not my house, but I invited um, Valley Forge Christian College to that house. And it was really fun. But um, I think that's probably as, uh, like, I don't know, much of a rule. I, I never told the family that I did that, I don't think. Does anybody remember? Like, did I get permission to, like, 
have people over. I probably cooked food for people. Maybe you got permission to have like two people over. But you didn't have Valley Forge over. You had 24 down over. That's true. (laughs) Which is very different. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I I do remember that that night fondly. I think I, (laughs) there were several nights that I had people over, but that one in particular night that was like, so many people, um, you know, just in a home that actually didn't belong to me, but I think we were fine. Right. Like we didn't break anything necessarily or no, we were just all being goofy and stupid, taking all those pictures. I think that's where yeah. we took that picture where we're all, all the of us guys were laying in that huge pile. Like, yes, that's, like a huge yeah, picture. that's where that yeah. was. So I, I remember that. I forgot that that's the house where you nanny that. Yes. That's it's like it. that saying, like when you rent a car, drive it like you stole it. Exactly. Cause you never know, like that might be it. That might be the last time. So it was, it was fun. It was, that was very, very fun, but that's probably as far as like, I went with breaking rules, you know, and all of that. I was a good girl. So good. the moral of the story, don't hire Christian college uh, kids to uh, be an au pair. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you want your house ransacked by, you yeah. know, like lots of smelly men. <laughs> Lesson learned. No offense, you guys weren't that smelly. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. I was. I came from Benigan's. Oh, I was definitely I am the. Up. I was the RA. I know how much they smelled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I actually, I have to go in a little bit, so I was gonna just share a couple of my rule breaking. <laughs> um, my first semester, I was drinking with Jess Rittenauer, and. Um, I got kicked off the soccer team. I got suspended. And my mom's like, I sent you to a Christian school. I was like, in all reality, it wasn't that bad. But, you know, like, you're breaking rules. So, And then um, we obviously, the infamous drinking at Tom's house. (laughs) When everyone came to Buffalo. That didn't happen. Come on, Tom. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Actually, it didn't happen. It did. Hey, did um, I say Tom? I meant something. I like- mean, um, someone from Buffalo. <laughs> that's on here. No. And then, Tom, I don't remember if this was after I left or before, but remember we used to like hang out all the time? We watched scary movies. Was that, yeah, was I was that thinking during, about that. Was that during school or after? I, I, I'm the wrong person to ask, even though I was involved, but I, I, I think it was like a little after i think well, so. yeah so i left my after my first semester of my junior year and then i moved anyways i lived like two minutes from tom and my parents anyways i'll ask later but we would just watch these ridiculously horrible horror films and so but then um yeah the drinking at tom's and then i mean at someone's house and the big infamous where everybody was at that party which has got brought up before where i didn't drink and i still got kicked off the soccer team um does anyone remember that and carrie if carrie's here she got kicked off but well this was the jersey thing right i remember that you were there do not remember you being there was this was this the time in new jersey Raven said she remembers yeah, it. it was the big yeah, another girl stayed at my house. Yeah, and remember the art, whatever we talked. I think it was on one of the podcast on the episodes, but um, and then I did get a lot of fines, not to name names, but my ARA was Allie, and so I would get fined. <laughs> 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 
Oh, um, shootio. Uh, we don't bring up her name in this room. No, I'm just kidding. Surprise. Yeah. But, uh, She's actually the whole reason why we got fined for 300 anyway. <laughs> That's probably true. So this is a great time. We got a special guest coming in right now tonight. Uh, Allie Cornwall. We just want to, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aaron's face like dropped. She's like, that bitch. Like, hey, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> But uh, I think that's it. It wasn't anything crazy. I did leave sour, to be honest, because um, I did know, to be honest, that there was some basketball players drinking that didn't get kicked off the team, and I was really bitter about it. Um, and so, yeah. You, you were better at soccer than they were at basketball. Let's be real. <laughs> was I? I, I just know. like ran people over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well Dr. Mortensen goes to my church, so we're going to get this. We're going to figure this out. I'll, I'll never we're going to get him on the podcast, and we're going we're gonna to figure this out. I'll talk to him. Did they build a special door at your church for him to walk through? Make sure he listens to Hat's uh, podcast first. <laughs> oh. He'll feel so welcomed. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Aaron, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um Aaron's got an episode coming up soon, so everybody can look forward to that. Um, we can go more into that non-drinking drinking story. We can go into a bunch of other things. It's so. good seeing everybody. Aaron, I love you. Love you too. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Good to see you, Aaron. See ya. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of Buffalo, um, not only were there multiple rules broken in Buffalo, but I'm curious to find out if Buffalo's own broke any rules or got any fines during his Valley Forge. <laughs> I don't know if I do actually. Um, I was thinking about it because I had broke plenty of rules, but I can't remember paying for anything. Like I, I like, I had to. Oh, well, you're paying for it now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like three hundred had to have been a fine. Ch- chapel skipping had to have also been a fine, but I didn't. Ha- I don't know where money was coming from. I w- I worked like a job for three months at that like woman's clothing store with Andrew Blackwell. And that's all I remember. I don't, I don't, I don't know where funds are coming from. I don't think my parents are paying for it, but I had to, I had to have gotten more. That's fair. Um, I know, I know we're still waiting. I think like, I don't, I don't think we've heard anything from junior. I don't think we've heard anything from the Nates, Neil, um, just to name a few. So this is your chance guys. Like we, we want to hear, if you're willing to share, we want to hear some of these I fines. St- I, I do. I got a lot of, of fines and rules breakings and all that. Some of people here don't know that I still have an outstanding balance with Valley Forge Christian College. <laughs> yeah. How much? How much? Was this the uh, bill well, you got? Yeah. In 2019, I got a bill in the mail. I don't know how they got my address, but I owe $3.25 for a mail fee or something like that and i was like yeah that's not happening <laughs> you know, wait till like three years later down the line you're trying to get a loan out and they're like well actually there was interest <laughs> on it and it was 12% interest and we're gonna seize your assets yeah yeah for a mail key that i didn't <laughs> return or or whatever they decided to give me a fee for i just was blown away that i actually got it in the mail and was like they really cared that much to like pay postage to send it to someone who hadn't been there in 10 years so well, ask them if you donate that thousand dollars they want every December, if they'll wipe yep. your balance clean. <laughs> I don't have that to donate, so no. 
And they only send those requests to certain people. Probably not say, the majority in here. <laughs> Who gets Graduates them? only, probably. And uh, that's <laughs> no news. I don't get them, man. <laughs> I get the mail that requests money. Dude, I honestly got a letter that requested seven thousand dollars. <laughs> what? I I took a picture of it. I was like laughing. I was like, "What is this? Can you seriously ask someone for seven thousand dollars to?" To help some student that you don't know go to college? I was like, what? It was crazy. I, I was like embarrassed for them to ask for that amount of money. I wonder when that was during all their like mishandling of finances and credits and like what point. That must have been the low point. They're like, oh, let's just start asking for 7G. <laughs> it was only like, it might have been within the last year, maybe two years ago. Wow. Yeah, man, they're still trying to get out of that stuff. But I, I never forget had what, I forget what I forget what Zoom call it was, but you guys brought up all of the fines and how they uh Majeski brought up the fact that uh he got something in the mail, Francis did. They must have been contact tracing me because literally two days after that, someone got a hold of my phone number from Valley Forge and someone called me and I didn't answer the phone and they left a message. We were like, We we're looking for donations. I'm like, you ain't getting one from me. So. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Well, uh, since we're talking about fines, I wanted to ask, does anyone remember me ever writing an actual fine? Nope. Because nope. I don't one. think I did. Not one. I don't Amen. think I ever did. I, I know there's stories of where I had to talk to people. Uh, I remember I had to talk to Rick about something. Um <laughs> But like there were certain things I had to like address, but I don't think I ever wrote a single fine ever. They they probably resent you for that because that school's all about bringing in the money. So since you didn't bring in any, so probably twenty four down a lot. Yeah. Okay, twenty four so, down was a gold mine. I don't. Here's a question I've got. So it wasn't so much that like you particularly find did the fining, but you were the RA when we infamous, infamously. Myself, Tom, uh, Raven, Carrie, Aaron, uh, who else? I don't remember. James got suspended. And I remember we talked to you about it prior. We were like, here's what happened and everything. And you kind of were like, yep, be, go out, go be honest. So, like, I don't know if technically that would count as you giving us a fine. Not really, but. No, I mean, I wouldn't count as a fine. That was hard. That was actually very hard for me because. You guys came to me and were like, hey, this is getting out. What should we do? And how, you know, and, you know, I tried to go the biblical route of, hey, you know, like confess and be honest and be upfront. And um, so I asked you guys to do that and you did. And you went and told them and then you guys all got in trouble. Um, so yeah, that was very hard. I, I know I talked about that before, but I was very mad. And I even went to Dr. Mortensen and had my own meeting with him because um that made me very upset how that all went down but yeah but i still never wrote i don't think a single fine so. it's all right i think carlos um made it up no. for you and me so no, i think it's good yeah yeah just making sure getting my tuition paid man i have a lot of money hey thomas sorry, is that baby tom i might yes. hi hi thomas why does he see something up there yeah oh my gosh hi <laughs> a ghost. Tom, that's... There's a ghost? Uh, 
Oh. Hey, Tom, can you lay a sick beat? Yeah. Yeah. 24 down. Thomas, who farts more, mommy or daddy? Uh, daddy. You. Do that. I got a fart. Can you say hi, 24 down? Hi, Hi, Thomas. Hey. Hi, Thomas. This is Thomas the fifth. Oh, Tom, he is so handsome. I'm gonna die. He's so cute. He's the man. You're the man, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also I'm watching Evan Storm. He's watching Evan Storm. Uh-huh. How? How would I do do? What? How old are you? Are you older than this shop? One, two. Oh, look. It's, it's, Four? Five? It'll be three in, no, on November 16th. I'm going to get my train set. He's going to get a train set. <laughs> <laughs> you like comments? Okay. You want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye. Say goodnight. Bye. Wait, Bye. big time. Wait, big time. See you, buddy. Wait, I want them to say hi. Tyler, oh. can you say hi to little Thomas? Hi. Thomas, this hi. is my baby Ty. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> say hi, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Thomas. No? Okay. Anyway, I want them to say hi. <laughs> my right boo. Tyler. She puts them away. I did this much. He's not going to want to get away from the mic. <laughs> I tell you, drop a beat and he'll freestyle. Go. You want to be bucks? No, don't lick the mic. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just way of beatboxing. I'm just going to mute us so you guys can continue. I'm sorry. I feel like he needed to interrupt. Sounds good. I, I have to go too. My kids should have been asleep an hour ago, and they're not. So I'm I'm gonna go. But that just made probably my entire life to see your son, Tom. Oh my gosh! Ah. It was Emily. I miss you. I know we didn't get to talk a lot, but my kid's not in bed either yet. So, but I miss you. I miss you, Colleen. My Jersey girl. It's so good to see you. It was great to see everyone. I haven't caught up on all the podcasts that you all have done, but I'm going to. I'm going to listen to a lot of them, and I think it's really awesome and special that you guys are doing this. So, miss you all, and I have nothing but love and really like special, happy memories of all of you. So, great to see you, Emily. Thanks for getting on. Yeah, thank you. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. before, Before we move into anything else is is anybody else want to give any fines or rules they broke i'll give a couple so uh, ironically uh this is actually a couple things during my last year at valley forge and it was a year that i was also ara and josh lee you're ra that year so (laughs) um so i i i talked about a little bit in uh, my podcast with buddha but you know, my first year I went from going to every single chapel, you know, like I wanted to be that overachiever that got an award. And I ended up using all my cuts pretty much every semester 
through halfway of each semester. So I got like at least like 140 to like $160 worth of like fines at the end of every semester with all the extra chapel cuts that I had, uh, that I'd used my last year, scanned and scanned a few times. And I went out casually drinking with a few local friends uh, from time to time. So it was never to like go out to like drink to like party, like a club scene, but I still technically broke the rules, went out for an occasional beer. Cause you know, there were some of my friends who, cause I was local, they were you know local too. So I just, you know, for a couple of drinks, but yeah. And, but most of that happened when I was ARA. So <laughs> Tim, I still can't believe that you spent extra money at Valley Forge when you lived like a freaking block away from school, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbest <laughs> idea ever. Dumbest idea. You see, your value, I, I, I know that you wanted the experience, brother, but still, it still is like, it. it's just unfathomable that you lived literally in Phoenixville. Yeah. Hey. You know, to, to, in, in some ways, doesn't make sense, but you know, I'm glad I did it still, or else I probably wouldn't be on this podcast uh, right now with you guys. So, did you ever like? Well, that's true. I wasn't saying that we didn't want you there. It was just <laughs> like, I don't know why you were because you fair enough. Save money. Would fair you, enough. <laughs> Tim, would you go home to like use the bathroom, like the shower and stuff? <laughs> no, 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 no. What? No. I, I, I lived in 24 Down, man. I was, yeah, he- I was, I was there. He would mostly take a shower with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually going to be our next topic. No. <laughs> I, I love it. Ride or die. Ride or die. Actually, well, you know what? Before we move on, Josh, if I can, um, because we're talking about me and Tim right now, I would like to tell a quick story. Oh, uh, no. Um, I, know, I, know, I know exactly what's coming. <laughs> yeah, so, th- this is the infamous umbrella story. I don't know how I did not tell this on my podcast, but I would love to tell you this one. Yeah. So um, it, it was our it was our freshman year. It was our first semester. It was probably the first couple months because it was a little yeah. chilly outside. Maybe it was October. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a an assignment that I was like just finishing and I was either emailing it or putting it on a USB to take it to the library or emailing it to myself, doing something like that. I just finished it. And it was about, you know, five, five fifteen. And um, so what happened was um, I was at my computer and I was kind of, I wasn't sitting down. I was kind of bending over and like doing stuff on my computer. Right. So my butt was kind of in the air and um, right beside me was a Valley Forge, umbrella and i don't know if you guys remember these ones they had like a metal tip and the metal tip was probably about two to three inches it, um, I, it was a little bit more than that it was, it was between like a solid three to four inches yeah it was probably as as big yeah. as tom's nips but yeah exactly <laughs> um but so yeah it was pretty it was pretty long and it was kind of sharp as well it wasn't like very sharp but it did have a sharp tip um and so if you have kids around they might not want to hear this but um so so i'm bending over and then you know tim is waiting for me also ronnell who lives right next to me uh who was only there for about a semester or a year um they were right there and for some reason they thought it would be so funny to take this umbrella and they're like whispering behind me i don't know what's going on i'm still bent over trying to send the email and they think it would be so funny to just like poke my butt but not poke my butt take it and like go a hundred miles per hour up my butt and it actually ripped through my pants ripped through my underwear went up my butthole and i was hurt (laughs) 
I was hurt and I'm sorry. I felt like I was R-A-P-E'd. Okay. I know there's some kids on here. So, so I screamed out in pain. I ran to the bathroom to see what was going on up there. And I was actually bleeding. I was bleeding. So, you know, I was repeatedly wiping myself and I call and then they come in and like, I just made friends with these guys. I think, you know, this is going to go far, like, you know, 15 years later or 20 years later. And so I'm trying not to get mad at them. And I'm like, guys, just leave me alone. Go, go to dinner without me and everything. I call my wife. Well, she wasn't my wife at the time. I call my girlfriend who's in nursing school. Maybe she'll know what I'm supposed to do. So I say, I say, you know, joy, uh, I, I just got, um, I just got, I just got stabbed up my butthole with a metal object and it was an accident. And you know, they're my friends, but they did this and I don't know what I should do. She said, go to the emergency room if you're bleeding go to the emergency room. i'm like no i don't want a nurse looking at my butthole bleeding i don't want that i don't want the doctor looking at my butthole so, <laughs> so finally I, I you know i said maybe you could look at it this weekend she said sure right and so i'm like i'm still bleeding and stuff she's like you should go to the, and then she said you should go to the school nurse tomorrow i was like no i'm not going to the school nurse i'm not letting her look at my butthole so finally it kind of stopped bleeding and it still hurt a lot they went to dinner without me. Everyone went to dinner. It was deserted. And I went to go, I went in my room. I locked the door and I sat there and I probably did cry. I, I felt like I was R-A-P-E, okay? I really did. And then, you know, a couple hours later, I did emerge from my room probably at about eight or nine o'clock at night. And we hung out that night. They did say sorry while they were laughing. Um, <laughs> but that was a crazy time. It was the most hurt I've ever felt in my body ever in my life. And I never want that to happen again. And that is why I am still straight today. That is why that is woman in childbirth. Uh (laughs) That's a hundred percent true without me even like dramatizing it. One percent. Wait, I want to ask, I don't know if this is a thing, but didn't the Koreans play some game about poking butts? Uh, not to like throw the Koreans under the bus, but I remember some like seeing Koreans with their hands like this coming for the b hole. Yes, like, there we go like that real quick, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yes. okay, that's what it was. <laughs> it yes. has yeah, all right. It's Buddha for the record. If Sam you still need somebody if not Buddha, if you still need somebody to look at your butt, I'd be more than uh, more than happy to. Thank God it's good, but actually, like uh, at five to six years after that, whenever I pooped, I bled. I don't know. I never told that to you. What? Oh man. Okay. Now I straight up feel bad. But I'm, I'm okay. Not that I didn't feel bad before, but yeah, uh, yeah. That that is a true story. That happens, like Buddha said, like a couple months after we met our freshman year, and I remember. At, at the moment, it seemed funnier, but the poor guy, like he was sitting in the stall, just like contemplating his life. He probably wanted to pack up his things and just <laughs> leave campus at that point. But we were chatting about it the other day in, uh, in Messenger. But hey, the, the fact that we we're still friends after that uh, spoke volumes to, to our friendship. So, <laughs> well, that was uh, that was an insane insane story, and I, I don't know, I don't know where to go from there. Um, I don't. I, I was going to ask Andrew something, but it looks like he stepped away. Um, we got a we got another segment that we're. Uh, oh, this must be. Andrew, that- hey. 
uh, you're Andrea. That's not Andrew, but you're. I think I think whoever is sitting there is muted. I, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Is this? Oh, hey, Joe. Oh, hey, who who said that? Did you, did you say that? Is this the CIA? <laughs> For, for those of you that don't remember, uh, Joe was a, a regular of the 24 Down uh, era. Him and uh, Lucifer, who unfortunately cannot be here tonight. Hey. Joe, it's good to see you. Um, hey. Does anybody... I know what I remember about you, Joe, is right. you would always answer anybody's question. Is that right? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure, man. Anytime. Okay, so... Hey, but just I, just wait. Um, I, I'm a hosting, not you. Just know that, okay? Sorry. So I will let you do things, and then you, um, I'm the host, even though you're talking, I'm the host because I'm letting you say that, so just well, go ahead know, now. And, um, this, is, this is your thing, so I'm just going to go on mute. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I just want to say um, hello to all of the um, government that is listening in to this, um, uh, Russia, um, China, whoever else may be listening to this important podcast. Um, I just want to thank everybody that's right here on this um, screen um, that you look so beautiful. You look great. None of you have changed at all. Um, but also just know that I can't see very well because my eyes are always crossed. So that might explain a lot. So I want to um, say that I finally have a show and you can call in and you can say, you can ask me questions and I will answer them honestly and truthfully and upfront. And um, so if anybody wants to say something, um, please do, okay? Even though I'm the host, I'm letting you talk. So who wants to say something? Joe, where's uh, where's Lucifer at? Oh, he's a, he's a doo-doo head. He, um, I think he wanted to host more than me. So we basically fought and I beat him up really bad. So he's, um, he's getting better. So I put him in his place. Um, any other questions? Hello. Uh, why is the sky blue? Okay, so that's such an easy question. I don't know why people always ask that question. So, okay, so you know how there's gravity, right? So incandescent light goes, the gravity pulls, pulls it down um, because it's heavier than helium, right? So when it, when it naturally curves to the curvature of the lens of the world, um, the, the which the earth is flat by the way so when there's a that natural lens of that the uh, nuclear fusion takes place and it causes a reaction a chain reaction to where that's where like um spiders and uh, chickens and things like that take place and um you know that and so like um okay so on skipping skipping so then the the light you know and then like um and and that's why so there you go Joe, I, I, I kind of don't remember you being able to break that kind of stuff down when we went to school together. Did you go somewhere else, you know, well, post-Valley Forge for your education? I did. I'm stuttering for my doctorate. Um, at, um, okay, I make a joke. I, I can't even read. But I, <laughs> I have listened to a lot of things on the internet, and it's all true. So I just put it all together into one, one lump sum of knowledge, and that's why I'm so smart. Nice. Yeah, try to stop I me. I, mean, I respect I that, Joe. I respect oh. that a lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you should. Joe, I didn't hang out with you too much 
back in the day. But what do you think about 24 Down? Well, okay. 24 Down was full of the most beautiful looking men ever. It looked like it looked like 300 all the time. Everyone was cut and ripped. Um, of course, that's like when I looked at Nate because my eyes were crossed. So there was multiple ones of him and then everybody else was behind him. But um, 24 Down was great. I know I talked to Andrew a lot. He tells me all these things. He's like, oh, 24 Down, I got to buy a shirt. You know, all that stuff. Um, he's like, Hatmaker doesn't have a job. I don't know how he does all this all the time. So like, you know, stuff like that. So um, he's like, oh yeah, like I'm in the Air Force and I'm getting a thousand messages a day. And I'm like, okay, Rizzo, Buddha, Hatmaker, what do they do? They don't do anything. They just text all day. Anyway, so um, yeah, so 24 Down, he loved it. It was a great time. He made great friends. Um, but once he met me, then, then like, you know, you guys like paled in comparison. You're not quite as good. But he still says that it was worth it. Um, if he breaks down all the money he owes, um, you know, he paid like probably like $2,000 for every minute he spent with you guys. So he made it count. So that was very good. Yeah. So any other questions, anybody? Um, what about you with the Amish beard or the other guy with the Amish beard? Anybody? Hmm. <laughs> hey, that's not very nice. I know that. I, I don't know much, but that's not nice. Who did that? You, you say that right now. You do that to my face. Say it right now. One of my oh, hot dogs. Hey, oh, I love hot dogs. Who said that? Let's go get a hot dog. Okay? All right. I'm going to go meet you for a hot dog. Wait. Joe, I got hey, one more question for you, buddy. Oh, hurry, Andrew's coming. What's your favorite kind of hot dog? Mm, a Chicago style, of course. Anybody knows that. Okay, Andrew's here. I gotta go by. <laughs> All right, well, I, that that was Joe. Uh, I don't I don't really know what to say, but um, all right, this this next thing here, um, we're gonna do another quick little fun thing here. Um, then we got after that pretty much one more like big to- topic to talk about, and then we'll close this out. Everybody that's in here. Keep in mind, you can stay around after we're going to keep going, just hanging out and stuff like that. Um, but before we get into our last big topic um, on Tom Rizzo's episode, um, I threw out, I don't, I don't even remember doing this, but I was told later that I did this. I threw out a challenge that Tom was going to go ahead and measure the pep nips in centimeters. Is that right, Tom? That's right. Okay. And I said, that the person that guesses correctly, I'll even throw this in there as an, as an add-on thing. If, you, if none of us guess correctly, um, whoever's the closest in centimeters. Now, is this circumference or just length? Just length. Just length. Just length. Okay, yeah. so everybody knows. Just length. Diameter. Uh, yes. Okay, sorry, diameter. I just yes. want everyone to know that Carlos is getting ready for this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Reading so, his notes. So Carlos whoever... is Googling average nip size. <laughs> I was, I was an Italian. If this, if this topic was going to get popped up at some point and I was hoping so bad, this is making my night right now. So what so, was making my night was measuring and then thinking like, wait, I wonder if other people will measure their nips to like gauge the average nip and, and see just picturing that made it worth it. <laughs> I was definitely going to do that because you gave me props for my nips a couple weeks ago. You got nice nips. Well, the, uh, the person who's, Gets it exactly, or the person who's closest uh, is going to win a shirt of their choosing off the 24 Down podcast store. So, t- 
Tom, um, you obviously are going to be the judge because you are the only one that knows the answer. Um, and we will just go uh, one at a time here. So remember, in centimeters, Wolfie, we'll start with you. Mm, in centimeters, shoot. Uh, I'm going to say 3.12 centimeters. Okay. Kindler? 2.13. All right. Buddha. How many decimals are we going? <laughs> the tenth. <laughs> to the tenth. Okay. Uh um uh three point hmm. only to the tenth? <laughs> I mean, we can go more precise if we get closer. <laughs> go so go to the hundredth. Go to the hundredth. It's just three go to the hundredth foot. Yeah, just two numbers. Three point something. Two. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. So three point. Uh, it has. To, I'm gonna say. I love how much you're struggling with this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to come back to you, Buddha? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, Colleen, go ahead. Google centimeters real quick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know. I didn't Google it yet. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll. We can. All right. I'm just throwing oh, three centimeters. What no, was it? Three centimeters. Three, okay. Three centimeters. Uh, Josh Lee. Five point five six. That's a good guess. I see. You got to go bigger. This is Tom we're talking about. That's ball. Yeah, five point five six, man. It's been right. warm out. It's been warm out. Francis. Four point one. Point one. All right, Carlos. Four point two. Four point two. Juge. 5.2. All right. D Shat. 4.44. Tim. 3.81. And I, I I even messaged Tom for the proof of that specific answer yesterday. It is. It's Facebook. on record. Yes. All right, Van. All right, we're going we're going larger. We're going home. So 8.1. Okay. That's I mean Bold guess. Rick? Well, I mean, like a, a centimeter is almost like a half, is a little less than half an inch. So. Hey, don't tell people your secrets. Yes. <laughs> so, so I'll probably go. Uh, um. 3.12 centimeters. Okay. All right. James? 3.44. All right. Mike and Raquel? Do you guys want your own guesses? I guess oh, I no. should have. Okay. Where are you? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, 3.6. Yeah, sure. 3.6. All right. Nate Wiles? I was going to say 3.6, so I'm going uh, 3.65. Okay. Neil Monster? It's like the price is right. <laughs> price is right for nips. $1.99. $1. What'd you say, Neil? I'm going to go five even. Five even. Camfin, are you still there? Camfin might have stepped away. Uh, Buddha, back, back to you. Did you... Figure out your answer. I'm going to go 
All right, Tom, did anybody get it on the dot? No. Okay, but do you know who's the closest? I. So, yes, yes. All right, so you want to reveal the size and the winner? Actually, wait, no, because I now I got to think. You can uh, ask people to retell you if it's between a few. Who said five? What? I, I think Neil said five. Neil said even. five. Francis, five what did two. you say? Five two. Juju said uh, I five said two. Four point one. Four four. Four one. Wait, hold on, hold on. Murph, how big do you think Tom's nipples are in centimeters? Oh, uh, <laughs> let me measure my tongue real quick and then I'll know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, 3.2. All right. So I'm guessing that it's somewhere somewhere around the ballpark of five if you were asking that question. So who was, who, be honest here, who is around the ballpark of five? Am I right, Tom? It's in that ballpark? Correct. Okay. Oh so, my God. I, oh my God. So Bro. anybody, raise your I'm hand glowing. if you're in the ballpark of five. Four, five point five six. Five point five six for jo- for jo- uh, Joel or Josh. Sorry, <laughs> Neil was five. D D Shat, what did you say? You were five point something. I was like four four. Oh, okay. I was in the- four, four. All right, they are four point seven. So oh, wow. So this is where I'm like, who do are we going if they went over, is it wrong? Or are we just going the closest to that? Price well, is right. Isha so might be the closest. Here's the thing so. is Almost I didn't two inches across. Here's the thing is I didn't To be fair, to be fair, pepperoni. To be fair, I did not throw out the without going over rule. That's true. That's true. So who was the closest then? Touche. Is that D Shat? I think it's still D Shat. Did anybody come closer to D Shat? Was anybody less than so five, it's... but over 4.44? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Everybody's cool with D Shat winning? D Shat. All right. D Shat, shoot me a message later. Yeah. Let me know what shirt you want and your address. And all that kind of stuff. Yo, where'd you get that shirt? I'll be, I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. the guy. <laughs> no, you say, you say I earned that shirt. Pauline shirt, yeah. though. That Wait, can you make a shirt two four down with two pepperonis? I mean, I could. There's been some templates. Wrong. Yeah. 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 Though. Dshat wants that in the V-neck. <laughs> yeah, the location needs to be uh, precise. What if it's a V-neck that's deep enough that kind of like shows nip cleavage, like like a little. <laughs> I mean, Tom, you don't even need a V-neck for that. That's true. Crew neck, baby. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hang. Uh, I'm gonna hang up now. I'm gonna go hang out with my wife. All right, Rick. Good having you on. Yeah, cool. love you guys. Hey, big daddy, Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Love you. Love you too. All right, guys. I'm gonna actually have to go. Yeah, I gotta roll too. I gotta get my kids down. Sorry to make a big exit. No, yeah. Neil. Neil, good to see you. Great to see you, man. Neil, yep. who somebody else for joining, guys? Nate, Neil. Hey, guys, come Thank back you. and get on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Seriously, Neil, we need you on a podcast. We, we need some Neil Monster. He's so we gotta get soon, but is Tim Seragin still on? Yeah, Tim's on. Hell yeah, I am. So we're gonna head out soon in a few minutes too. But I actually, be, I, I want to throw a curveball on here because since we're recording this, I, I think we need to get this on recording. 
So I don't know if uh, we probably didn't get, I didn't get to get this on your podcast, Tim, but the, uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but Tim does a ridiculous, amazing, he probably hasn't done it in a long time. Rush Hour, Jackie Chan, and Chris Tucker impersonation. <laughs> I'm just going to randomly throw that out because when Buddha was telling his story, it reminded me of it. Uh, yes. I got yes. Do, do it, man. I even have it in video. I mean, this was like 10 years ago. It's got to be at least, yeah, that. Oh, man. I'm going to give you a minute to ready, get, get ready, prepare, because I got to see this, and then I got to go. <laughs> I got you right now. <laughs> the world needs to see this Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker <laughs> Jackie Chan impersonation. It's been a while. I'll uh, I'll uh, make sure that I get the pipes all a little bit worked up right now. <laughs> Lee! Lee! Don't you ever touch a black man's radio, boy! <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Anybody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man? <laughs> well, yeah, I gotta get that recorded, man. I mean, this is recorded right now. It's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Juge, speaking of recordings, we gotta we gotta talk because Junior also has a treasure of of recordings from Twenty Four Down Time pictures, things like that. So. We'll get those up at some point. Uh, yeah. I know, I know, Juge, I know you're going to take off here soon. So uh, obviously stick around until you got to take off. But it was great seeing you, brother. Hey, fellas, love you guys. Women, love you guys. Take it easy, guys. Dude, love man. you, bro. See you, Juge. See you, guys. Uh, See you, dudes. Love you. I wonder if there's a way that we could uh, open up like a, uh, like a cloud or a Dropbox or something and then just – dump everything that everyone's got into it and just share the username and password just so everyone can get on and mess with stuff and make these dope edits that everybody's doing that I'm missing out on. <laughs> Tom, quick question. By dump, do you, uh, do you mean that Mikey, uh, would he actually <laughs> take a dump into that Dropbox? Or... <laughs> Good, he could. That's very true. Watch your wording. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Mikey did... might take it literally. He actually might try to dump in the box. Tim did share a lot of awesome videos with us, and I didn't know that we had them. I took a little peek into our YouTube hat, and I saw there's a lot of private ones in there. So we have a lot right now, and then we're even going to get more. And then what we'll do is we'll kind of like, I guess, premiere them, right, Hat? Yep. Or something like that. So it'll be cool. Yep, for sure. Bro, and I have Bucking Buddha. I'm going to the guy. I have to drop the. <laughs> I have the Bucking Buddha. I watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it really looks like he's trying to like say it like all secret and <laughs> right now. <laughs> the, wife, the wife's asleep. The wife's asleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> all right, love you guys, man. Wait, wait, later, man. Later, man. <laughs> later, man. <laughs> all right, guys, all right. I'm gonna head out to you. It's good seeing you guys. Josh, good seeing you, brother. Uh, see you, Josh. Josh. See you, man. Get on the podcast. Yes, sir. Good seeing you, brother. Love you. Peace. Dropping like flies. Yeah. Well, so we're going to go into our our last uh, segment here. Um, And then after that, we'll we'll close this thing out. Um, This can go, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it's going to take. We'll see. Um, But Wolfie had a great idea. Um, He's got a few... Uh, basically who's the most likely to uh, whatever. And so we're just going to discuss that uh, among like, we're talking like 24 down people, well, 24 down family, extended family, Mm. who's the most likely to blank. So Wolfie, go ahead. Yeah. So 
uh i think rizzo even like was like yeah we should do like superlatives and i was like well little do you know um we already have that planned ironically so i pulled these little cards out kind of like these most likely to um the actual game is called drunk stoned or stupid um which would probably be my like story of valley forge if i had to write one um but basically yeah so i'm just going to read them off most likely to and uh, we'll just leave it open, you know, as much discussion around it as we want to have. Uh, but if you guys think you know who it is, like, feel free to, to speak up first. So, uh, so the first one here is most likely to have never broken the law. Major. That's a good answer. Andrew Kindler. It's pretty true. I'm trying to think. Pete besides Sensen. speeding, I mean, besides speeding, yeah, Pete Sensen, I think that's a good one. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I was gonna say Andrew, but D shot after I found out that your that your first beer was a Mikey's bachelor party. I, I I think you might have uh have the running on it, my friend. Dude, literally everybody I work with at Ride, um, they say like they've never met anyone who sticks to rules harder than me. Like I'm such a stickler for rules all the time, and I'm so scared to ever do anything wrong. So that they. They t- they told me that every single day here, like you never would ever break a rule. Like, no. Nope. Shat, have you ever skateboarded anywhere that had a new skateboarding sign? Yes, I. Have done yeah. my- I was the breaker. I <laughs> was when he told me not to skate on the library ledges. I vote Carlos. <laughs> I was gonna say Carlos too. Oh, that is a good no. shoot. No. He's like, I got body. He just said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we're going to do that. No, we're leaving it there. So <laughs> yeah. it sounds like Andrew. Yeah. So it's like maybe hat. Pete Sensenig's purity versus Andrew's government's watching him. Like that's like the that's the balance right now. Yo, if Pete and Andrew had a kid, it would be Captain America. Just saying. <laughs> be the shortest Captain America ever. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what to say. I, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, could that work? But... All right, so the next one is most likely to get totally lost but have a great time. Colleen. 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 James. James. <laughs> what? There's a Jersey theme going on. When we went, when we went, uh, snow sliding, and James just <laughs> almost didn't come back. It said had a great time. I had a great time. I'm going with you. You already know what they're going to say about me. So, as the person moderating this debate, I'm going to have to. I'm going to say it's probably Colleen. No, because James James got lost, but he didn't have a great time. Everybody else did. Hold on, I think. Hold on, I, I think Raquel had something to say. Agreed, Wolfie. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm good at this. <laughs> oh, James is so fun. He probably is like twiddling a, a stick, and he's like having the great the great fun. What a twiddling a stick. Twiddling one. <laughs> back and being a bell tower like what do you got me doing over here let me just here let me just i i think i'm gonna say colleen but let me read the next card and you let me know who you think this person is 
So this person is most likely to have old person tendencies. Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that from the last answer. I would say Tim. Tim was just so tidy and kept things so clean. He liked tea. Is he here anymore? Where is he? Oh, there he is. <laughs> Speaking of tea, I had to go take care of a couple things, so... Sorry guys. Yeah, the I was listening though. Yeah. I was listening. It was a tea bag. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect timing right there. I feel like the thing about the getting lost thing is that I think Colleen would enjoy herself and James is like miserable and be like, what the hell am I doing here? Like I I could see you being mad about it and Colleen being like, Oh, we about to rage. Like like that's that's what I see. That's my She's just like, hey, woo! Yeah, yeah. Well, it's lost where? Where would I be lost? That's what I would have to. True. I'm an assassin in the woods. I love being out there. So, so old man tendencies though with crazy. So I can see him like he's already got the crazy legs for one, but the second I can just see you, James, is like that guy on like the front porch when the kids go on the lawn and you just having like the funniest one-liners that you're yelling at them like, "You kids get off my!" But like, like stuff. I mean, like, yeah. Way more worse. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So next one is, who is most likely to pee outside when the bathroom is open? Colleen. This... <laughs> I was going to say Buddha. I think Buddha. And this is all, like, all of the 24 Down family. Not just, like, the, the one... people on here right okay. now, but anybody. All right, so it, oh, it, Neil. It, it, it's not just it would be me. It is me. I actually pee outside every day at least two times because I go for long walks on trails and I just look both ways and I pee a lot. <laughs> but um, what how we have we forgotten about Mikey? Come on. No, but he wouldn't go outside. He would go inside. <laughs> but but <laughs> not in the toilet. He would go out of the toilet. But not inside. in the toilet. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to keep going through these because these are hilarious. Uh, most likely to think they could take that guy. Ooh. Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to throw Raquel. Stupid. <laughs> James. Dumb. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's got to be Matthias, right? No, I say Christmas. Nate Nate was always the tough guy, man. I think him too. Nate's a good one. I vote Matthias. Where is that brown boy? He, he, he popped in and out. He had to give someone a haircut. He, he, had, to go, he had to go confront that guy. I would say it would be Matthias or Nate, but they did fight. They did spar. That was Matias's um, home field, though. I'll say that. Oh. Well, when did that happen? I don't even know. Uh, I saw the video, and I was like, I, I never, I don't know when they could have done this. I Pat, no do you know, or Francis, when? Spring, uh, spring of 07. What? What was the question? When did it happen? What happened? Matias and what Nate happened? went at it. Um, okay, so when was 
this will help this will help a little bit um i want to say it was um it was definitely 07 but i think it was the 07 08 year if that makes sense because um tom and i were living together and the reason i know if tom and i were living together uh is because i saw uh, the video recently and there's the block posters are hanging up on the wall. I don't know if you guys remember, we used to put block posters up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Well, we started putting block posters up on the wall. The first block poster we ever put up on the wall was because I kicked a hole directly through the wall on act, like just being upset about Guitar Hero that I lost a song and I just dropped, kicked a hole in the wall. And then we we're like, we got to cover this up. And we made this poster and hung it up. That's when Tom and I lived together. So I know it was the 07, 08 year, but I don't remember if it was fall or spring. Good. So I think it is Matthias thinks he could take that guy and that guy would be Nate. I think is how we play that, that, that round. <laughs> so uh, this one's probably going to be pretty obvious. Uh, most likely to touch everyone excessively for no reason. Tim. 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 All right. Next, uh, next one. You know what was coming? He just yeah, used to move on for that. Slap we, we... our butts, bro. Slap the butts, rub the back, you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> we can oh. talk about it if we want. We can move on. Fine, we'll move it on. <laughs> I think it's so obvious we just move on. So, uh, next one. Yeah. Most likely still plays the penis game. Man. I don't even know what that is. Let's play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. What is that? You would win anyways. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It says still most likely to still play, not most likely to win. All right. So can I? Carlos. I I know what this is. Yeah. Who wants to start it off for for those of you that for those of you that know what the game is? Let's let's put it this way. Unless anybody's got any guesses. But I have a way, a really easy way of at least figuring out the answer with the people that are in here is try and remember the last time that you did. I, I'm curious if anybody can remember the last time they did, because I can remember the last I time. I can too. It was la- It was two weeks ago, actually. Shut up. Was Are you serious? In, was it in no, chapel for I promise. Guys? No, I promise, and it was a guy who's about to retire at my job. He's this old, like, older conservative guy, and he just thinks that game is hilarious, and he brought it up. So, <laughs> for people that don't know what it is, basically... Basically, the game is somebody says penis, and then somebody has to try and say it louder, and then you just keep going and like see who is the one that actually does it the loudest. Andrew, I thought that I would have been the most recent because I played it earlier this year, but it wasn't two weeks ago. It was a little more than two weeks. Ago. I would I guess last week. I would guess Baldwin. True, he's doing it right now at his youth service. It's probably <laughs> happening. <laughs> from the pulpit he has like this spidey sense like he knows if like anywhere across the country somebody says the word penis he's gonna like yell it at the top of his lungs he like physically has a large mouth too so I think that adds to it <laughs> it does like a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> alright so you're, this one's short but I like it most likely to lose their pants that's uh, gonna be a really tough match between Mikey or Buddha. I was gonna say Buddha. Yeah, I was gonna say Buddha. 
I don't know. I mean, Josh Hatmaker did so, a lot of naked stuff on 24 I, down. I was going to say that too, times. Yeah. I was going to say uh, between Mikey and Buddha, Buddha after you left, Hat, I, I think he took the cake on that sometimes because I'm pretty sure I remember uh, my last year there, you would roller skate around butt naked. And sometimes you'd even do like a upside down handstand and have someone else uh, knock on the door and then they open the door, your balls would be in their face. <laughs> But here's how stupid I am, uh, because I, I, you know, when I became a, a youth pastor, I I took some some of the youth to Valley Forge for about four years in a row, and we would stay at Twenty Four Down and other places and stuff. And so I would tell them stories about Twenty Four Down and stuff that I would do, and I told them about the Bucking Buddha, and I'm so stupid. I'm a youth pastor in my twenties at the time, and I'm with like. 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds. And I got naked and did bucking Buddha. Um, and uh, yeah, so I still have a job and now I got promoted. I'm the, I'm the senior pastor. Hey, you win. You win. <laughs> so I just want to, I want to bring up a really quick uh, naked story. Cause I, I'm curious if Carlos remembers this or not. There was one time that I, that I was healing down the hall with a washcloth. Like that's all I had was just a washcloth. And it was a little bit later at night. And so it was definitely past quiet hours and we were being rambunctious. And so Carlos came out to like, say, you know, you guys got to keep it down. And as I'm doing that, like I completely wiped out as Carlos is coming out, washcloth goes fine. I like tuck and roll into like one of the little like, uh, crevices of like between you go into a door and there was like the cutouts or whatever i'm like trying to hide from him and here comes carlos walking down that hallway my washcloth is gone i'm just holding like trying to cover up best as i can do you remember that carlos dude i do not remember that man i'm pretty sure you didn't get caught because i remember when you scorpions naked on the ground (laughs) you quickly rolled over and he heard it and then when he came out we were already hiding behind those walls I remember him like walk doing like a quick walk and seeing no one and then walking through. So you you luckily got away with it. But well, I have to say that your... that is <laughs> balls. No, I legitimately that is the best memory I have of twenty four down. Like there needs to be a t shirt where there's someone a naked person scorpioning with heelys on. That needs to be the next twenty four down shirt because that is just I I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my entire life. I've seen that happen. <laughs> Carlos wouldn't have even fined you just because he would have just been embarrassed I, for you. I, I would <laughs> like, I literally uh, just be like speechless. Yeah. Like, he, he would what, have what that well say? face. What do you say? He's he just like well face, like wow. Yeah, like what wh- what is happening? <laughs> do you remember <laughs> you used you used to say a lot of like uh, around us? You'd be like, "What the crap?" You used to say that a lot. <laughs> Dude, uh, what the crap I, are you doing? Yeah, I could I could definitely remember that. I can definitely remember that, man. It was I mean, there was so many I'll tell you one thing, you guys were good at like hiding. Like I would come out and I'm like, why is there paint on the wall? Like I don't I don't know what's happening here. Like what, what you, is going can you, on? Can you just take us through when uh you know the paintball situation? where you were like, like investigating pink. remember that i'm like what is what is this i don't even know what it is and i'm like these these guys got to be doing something crazy i have but i don't I, didn't, I don't remember hearing anything i don't was that my last year there because i could tell you my last year there dude i was like 
I was already checking out like six months before I was graduating because I'm trying to just finish. But uh, I don't, I mean, I, I don't remember like half the things you guys did, but you guys were good at just disappearing. I would go out and everyone's gone. Or like you pretend like you're statues and you're sitting there. Now, like, what do you do? What do you do? You got you got to listen to all the episodes, bro, because that gets brought up a lot. We were messing with you for some reason, and now I want to say sorry because there's many times where I just lined guys up in front of your room mm-hmm. and yelled, "Carlos," or not banged down yeah. your door, yeah. Yeah. and we they didn't even know what was going on. I got people together and just did that, and then we would scatter, and no one would be there. And then you would wait and try to see, you know, you would wait by people's doors and try to listen and stuff. Yeah. And- <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, like there was times back in cat, I caught on and then I would be like, all right, I'm going to catch these guys. And I would like literally be looking underneath my door for feet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to catch him this time because this is going on way too long. <laughs> I just think about like yeah. the antics that we did. I, like, I wonder what your experiences of us like doing pretty stupid, harmless stuff compared to like RAs that were like dealing with dudes like doing drugs and banging and stuff. stuff. Like, I wonder like if they just kind of brushed it, like brushed it under the rug, like where they reporting those things. And like you just had to deal with like naked dudes sprawling down the hallway in Heelys and, and paint on the wall. But like, Heelys. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's amazing that drugs weren't involved. I know. <laughs> Sad. I describe I, I, things to my wife, the stories I have, and I'm like, I, I can't I can't believe that. Like, that's my college experience. Like, if, if you've noticed, I don't in a single podcast. We're on the 24th episode. Not a single episode has anybody talked about class. <laughs> it's all it's all about what we did in the dorms, hanging out, having fun. That's all it was. It wasn't barely anything. We've mentioned some teachers, but like that's about it. So it's pretty I'm gonna have to disagree with you because James talked about a class where me and him just made fun of a kid the whole time. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, true. You did talk about that class. I agree. All right, I'll give talked you that. I don't I don't think Andrew was talking about going to class. I think he was talking about having class. Uh, well, that's both. Oh, I got you. All right. I got you. I mean, I guess that speaks more on the faculty and the school itself than it does on anything. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Not All right, so the next one is most likely to say that's awesome. <laughs> Josh Hatton. <laughs> He's the king. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Well, if you if you have yet to listen to Yugi's episode, I'm I'm working on changing my ways. So it's good. Stupendous. That was that uh, was stupendous. It's hilarious. Okay, so who was this isn't a most likely this was who was who was all about Abercrombie Nate Campen yeah, yeah. Justin Cottle three polos three polos oh. Justin Banks too. Cottle, yep Banks. Yeah. I think between Cottle and Justin Banks Banks was more as a, of a phase Cottle was like he like has a lifestyle it looks like of it that's true Nate that's Nate true. what did you say I heard you say something I just didn't hear what you said oh no D- Justin Cottle for sure. I feel like Abercrombie's beneath him now. Mm-hmm. He's a what's he? Where's he at? Is he alive? He's in DC, I think, right now. Uh, he's doing wealth management and his own company or something. Wow, wait. 
Yeah, he's a, he's a big shot. We're trying to get him as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would hurt his business. Ah. <laughs> so, who effing loves Christmas? Rick. Rick, yeah. Big Santa Claus. He dropped off too early. Had to go to, he had to go deliver presents. I was just thinking about him telling the story about him working at a strip club. I wish he was the uh, the person who did the announcing on the stage. Like, now to the stage, silver marbles. <laughs> but, bro, he never said, like, oh, where man. he worked in the strip club. You, you never know. He could have been a dancer, bro. <laughs> Yo, you know, he, funny? he was I, the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Carlos's face when he said that, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, that is some." Um, well, I don't know who thing. knew about that, but I didn't know about that until the podcast. I had no idea, but yeah, but that was pretty funny. Yeah, he kept it on the low. That's how we do. Oh, so here's a great. This actually is kind of funny. So, who has no idea what's going on? Colleen. <laughs> it's the default answer. New Jersey. I'm, I mean, I feel like it could be Colleen, but now, like, I'm feeling like it could be Carlos or Andrew. No, it's me, man. I mean, I'm watching these videos. I'm like, I feel like uh, I missed a lot. That's for sure. I, mean, I don't know what years these things happen, but I'm just like underneath the ground tunnels. I mean, half of the fights and, um, uh, What's the most shocking thing you've heard that you were just like, what? Oh, my God, man. I mean, I, I mean, I think just now with Rick with the whole uh, <laughs> being the, like the bodyguard of like uh, this club, man. I, I was like, I would have never I would have never known. How many of the podcasts like what's the latest? What's the last podcast you listened to? What was the last one you guys posted? Have you yeah. listened to all of them? For the most part, yeah. Wow. Dude, Carlos has been doing work. Nice. Damn. Yeah, nice. I was catching Very up. Nice. I was like, I, I, I forget a lot, dude. Like my memory of twenty, of like, of like Valley Forge is very limited. Mm. You know, and then as you guys brought up stories and things, I'm like, I like the 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 V dance, dude. I totally forgot about that. And uh, when that went down, dude, that was like a scandal and a half. I don't even know if you guys knew the behind the scenes behind that. Dude, so that's like this is like a great plug. Like this is like why people should listen to the podcast. I mean, we I think actually I think most of the people that are on here right now, I think Murph and maybe Nate are the only ones that haven't been on the podcast yet. But like when we started this tonight, like half of the group like hasn't even done the podcast yet. Um but like when you just like listen to them, like it's just like so many stories that you just completely forget and have no idea like oh my god like mm -hmm. i 100% like that left my mind as soon as it happened but then hearing about it you instantly remember it yeah. and it's just like it's so much fun like hearing that kind of stuff but like it's it's so much fun i think when you're doing the podcast and like literally like you're talking about something and a memory just like hits your brain and, and you start talking about it 
Like, I want to ask about the uh, what the what was so scandalous about that dance or whatever. But like, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it until you you get on, and I want to like like have that be a story because that's that sounds interesting. That's good. Yeah. So, Carlos, you're gonna have your episode, and get ready because you are gonna have a lot of questions, man. <laughs> You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to rack your memory, try to think of them. I'll try and I'll drink a lot of coffee. No joke. I. I. This is just my initial gut. I feel like Carlos has the potential of being the the longest episode. Yeah, he's gonna gonna be a three parter. I was gonna say he's gonna he's gonna have easily the most questions and the most like people involved. That's for sure because everybody wants to hear his perspective because he was one of the. A few or only RAs that wasn't really like involved in a lot of the stuff that we did because we knew that he he might have had an issue with it or her, you know, out of respect for him, really, we didn't like you said before, hat like we didn't uninvolve him because we didn't like him, but it's because we just had respect for his his uh, his rules and stuff like that. Carlos, how long yeah. were you? How long were you an RA for on Twenty Four Down? How many I years? Think, I want to say it was two years because the first year I was. I was in 24 down all four years. Oh, wow. Um, the first year, I think it was Ryan Carpenter was my freshman year. Second year, I think it was Daryl. And then I took it over my junior year and senior year. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to take off like a whole work day just to uh, record your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, just, just I, you know, just Carlos being here just shows you that forgiveness is real jesus is real god is real you know what Amen. i'm saying so i'm gonna use another i think my favorite like hat maker saying on the podcast is we're gonna pull back the curtains a little bit here and i i want you people to know like everybody on 24 down like like the work that hat does for this podcast and like us admins too, but especially hat, like we want so many people. Like I I've talked to like my close friends, like from college that were part of 24 down. And they're like, ah, I don't really know if I was like a part of it. Like we want literally anybody that's involved, been involved with 24 down to get on this podcast. And like, we hunt people down. Hat was like, basically like channeled his jigsaw to like track Carlos down to just get in touch to say, Oh, maybe I can just at least say hello to get the in to, to start talking about maybe getting you on the podcast. And like, for me, like to personally speaking, like the podcast is really cool, but like, it's not just about like hearing people talk about, talk about themselves on the podcast. It's about getting the chance to reconnect um and that's like what's been incredible and like i mean seriously hat put so much in effort into into to finding you carlos to bring you on here to get you involved like it's just been amazing and like for some people that like maybe think they don't have stories to share or like ah, like i don't really know like if 24 down really like wants to hear from me as much like we do and like we're making an effort to get you on because that's how badly we want you on even if you were there for a year or two years or one semester, or even if you didn't live on 24 down, like that's how badly we just want to get everybody's perspective here. Yeah. Um, I want to say like two things uh, about that. For uh, the first thing, most recently you said how, even if like, even if you're feeling like, well, 
I don't know how much I'll have to say. I promise you, I will be able to pull things out of you. Like, and that's not in a cocky way. Like I'm, I, I will have a conversation. I will be able to pull things out of you. If I'm not there and Buddha is there or Andrew or a Wolfie or Francis or whoever's there, like the, everybody, anybody that would be there will be able to get conversation out of you. So don't worry about that. That's number one. Number two, under the, the Carlos thing I did, like, I mean, I, I can't even tell you, like, it might be kind of like a little freaky if like I went into like every detail of like how I tried to like get in, in contact. But the one thing that like, I, my eyes just like opened up to this the other day and I shared this with Carlos, um, but I wanted to publicly share it. And that is as much as like we uh, gave Carlos a hard time and, and whatnot, 24 down the way that 24 down was the way that 24 down is absolutely 100% without a shadow of a doubt in my mind would not be the way it was if it wasn't for Carlos. So the fact that we've all touched base, that we're all close, that like the reason we were close in the first place was because like Carlos had that um, authoritative umbrella over us. Like, Hey, I got to lay down the law when I got to lay down the law, but I'm going to love you still. And, and, as I'm loving you, I'm teaching you guys to love each other. So like legit like that. I just wanted to publicly say like my personal opinion, 24 down doesn't have a podcast today. If Carlos was not involved. Huh. Yeah. And I want to say it's kind of since we always, we always ragged on every, everyone. Right. I mean, all of us always ragged on each other and we always got on it. We played pranks on all of you know, on each other all the time. And uh, you know, we, we, did the same thing to Carlos because Carlos was part of two, four down too. And one of the things I always appreciated Carlos is that when he came to come down to, you know, go to bat for us, he did. Cause I remember the times where, you know, I think my brother's laptop was stolen or something from the basketball team. And, and he did everything to go, you know, got other RAs involved, other people involved and it did his detective stuff to get that, you know, to try to get the laptop back. And like he had mentioned even too, with the, uh, with the flag burning, you know, he was, he was ready to go back for us. So I think when, him, I mean, we always knew he had our backs and everything. It was just always fun to mess with him, just like it was just as fun to mess with everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would have to say, you know, the, the verbiage that we use today, 24 down, 24 down family. I'm thinking now he was maybe one of the first people to use those. He would say we're a family. He would say we're a brotherhood. Uh, you know, um, also, you know, I remember the beach trip, man, you know, just, you know, planning that. And I was the ARA at the time, you know, with you, I think either you're probably your first year that you were RA and that was just it was it was just awesome he, he's just a, you're just a stand-up guy man you're just genuine you know what I mean yeah. and I really love that about you well I, I think that the reason we were able to grow into what we did was because of Carlos like the beginning of at least like at least who I know like I don't even know really if I knew Michael you know t at all but at least from when I came in that first year, um, like listening to, um, um, geez, what's his name? Mark's podcast. He, 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 you know, he talked about when you came in and we're like, yo, these guys are crazy. You know, like, what am I supposed to do with these guys? And he said, you know, just let it happen. But like, because of that, like we grew, you allowed us to grow into what we became that close family. So like you really had a huge part in it, even though you might not have been at all the games or all the different stuff we did, 
you allowed us, you gave us that chance to grow into that family. Cause you could have put your foot down and you could have said, Hey, like at quiet hours, like I'm writing fines, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like you could have really put your foot down, but you didn't. And you gave us grace and you showed love, but you were still someone who was able to say, Hey, you know, I got to write you fine. I got to do this. So that's something even I, you know, struggle with even now is I give too much grace and there's times where you need to draw that line and you had a really good, a really good uh, way of having that line and being able to keep to that, but showing grace and, and gave us a, a chance to really, again, grow into that family that we love now. So, you know, it, it's really true that it started with, with you being RA there, at least for me, you know, personally, but. Yeah. I got to piggyback off of uh, Andrew, what you just said, you too, Buddha, that I remember Carlos, one of the first conversations that I had with you uh, when it was uh, me and Buddha's freshman year is that, uh, you're actually one of the first people that I talked to you know, being at 24 down and that you said that the years prior, you know, a lot of people kind of kept to themselves like on the floor and, you know, just it's making those memories come back to me too, even from my freshman year that you really did set the tone, you know, cause I remember, you know, having a couple conversations with you and that turned into you know, listening to check the music with, uh, with Daniel. And then that turned into having, you know, conversation with Buddha hanging out with him and Pete. And then I just kept building and kept building and kept building to what it is now. So uh, I definitely got to agree with, with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So something we'd like to do is Carlos, if you're cool with this, um, we're going to finish out this segment. Um, Hat's going to do the plugs. Always have to do our plugs for the 24 down podcast. And then Carlos, if you wouldn't mind, we would love for you to close this out in prayer tonight. Definitely, brother. Definitely. All right. But we got to get a little bit lighter first. So we're going to do a quick lightning round of most likelies, and then we're going to, you know, kind of, kind of close this out here. So, um, so real quick lightning round. I think these ones are pretty obvious, um, but feel free to answer and discuss. So first one is who is a terrible influence? (laughs) Hat. Hat. Uh, <laughs> okay. All these answers are just gonna be hat. No. I think that one's pretty obvious. Okay. I'm gonna say, um, say Doctor Morrison, but that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Doctor Morrison, uh, I agree. Uh, it says who's a terrible influence, not a terrible leader. Okay. Uh, okay. Next. Moving on. Moving on. Who is obsessed with beards? Francis. Francis. You all have beards now. Francis, that is Gene. Every single one of you almost have beards now. Oh uh, yeah, look at mine. Yeah. I plead the fifth. I, I enjoy my. Are beard. we talking about beard, wives or facial hair? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I got a beard, but I don't my... beard. I don't know. Francis puts his in the man bun, though. Yeah, yeah. Francis. that's Wait. pretty a level up there. Andrew, like, I was Andrew, I was oh, I have a serious question. Murph, have you ever had a beard? This <laughs> <laughs> is a serious face. question. <laughs> His face is like Samsung's. He can't grow hair. I grew when, I have... uh, you know, COVID first <laughs> happened and I was just stuck at home. I tried and uh, I tried. <laughs> I have another serious question. Um, Andrew, does anybody have a beard in Oz? Not the HBO show. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that show's pretty <laughs> dark. <laughs> That's real bad. 
Yo, James I contractually cannot have a beard or I would have a beard, okay? I can't do it. Uh, I do it for you guys. I think Francis oh. wins this because he's probably the only one that has beard oil. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I value my beard product. I mean, it's just like hair for like women. You got long hair. I used to have long hair and now I don't have it to take care of. So I have to like your emo uh, hair just fell down under your chin. Yeah, it's not so emo anymore, though. Uh, Bro, I will say, though, ever since your brother grew his beard out, I mean, I could always tell the difference between you and your brother. But now that he grew his beard out, I'm always like, I have to look deep. I'm like, is that really Yugi or is that Francis? And I'm like, I got to look at who's tagged. Is it Francis tagged or is it Yugi that's tagged? Mm. Yeah, Yugi's, a little, Yugi's a little more like bouncer beard. Francis is a little more like biker beard. Well, I think this is funny coming from an identical twin. So, I mean, you know. that's true because I, I had a hard, I could always tell you two apart until you started to gain a little more weight and then I had to look <laughs> oh, closer. And... <laughs> he's, he's looking good now, guys. He's looking good. Oh, yeah. Yo, I was going to say, Junior, I'm glad you shaved whatever you were growing, man. You look you look good now. You, you, <laughs> Thank you. Episode, man. you were looking a little sus. <laughs> All right. So we got. Back. I'm going to go back now just for you. Ooh. Don't do that. <laughs> so we got two more. We got two more rapid fire, rapid easy fire. ones. So this one, they think they can freestyle rap. The Apprentice. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> Chaz. He lived on 24. <laughs> he did for like a semester. All right. Let me, let me, resh- let, me, let me reshape the question. They can freestyle rap. Gotta go with Rizzo, the Apprentice. Tom. Well, I, if you say, are you saying they think they can? Because I feel like Andrew thinks. Well, no, I'm sorry, the Apprentice thinks he can, but actually can though. Like, like J- Jigsaw's not the greatest. Jigsaw <laughs> might be a better writer, but Apprentice is a better freestyle. That's that's my, <laughs> point. That's my point. Yeah, you know, there he is. Oh, oh, hey, Jigsaw. <laughs> Oh, it's about to go down. Drop that beat. <laughs> I have a beat loaded up. Just sounds. Well, the the best rapper on Twenty Four Down is Thomas Rizzo. Rizzo. Who anybody sure. you know on the podcast listening tonight or later, Tom, you just dropped some music today, correct? Yeah, man, it's instrumental. There's no raps, but dude, it's solid. And what's it called? The project is. The artist is called Freddie Marr. It's me and my friend. The name came from my grandfather's stage name. He's a he's a piano player, like old jazz piano player. And the project is called On Mars, and it's on everything that is streaming and YouTube and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Freddie Marr on Mars. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I think you guys will like it. Check it out, everybody. It's good. Good job, Tom. And 90s skate vibe to it for sure. Dude, please record skate skateboarding to it. Yes. Please. Like, that's what I, I would kill for that stuff. I'll try to do my next edit. I'll try to do a little, uh, yeah, add some of that to it. That'd be sick. Sweet. sweet. I'll talk oh. to the apprentice. Maybe he'll record something over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last, last one, um, this one might be a little more, you know, opinion-based, could be different, but uh, most likely, who is made for reality TV? Oh, that's a good one. Friggin' Henry. 
<laughs> it would be the longest show ever, man. Just monologue. Um, uh, <laughs> Big Daddy, oh, man. Was just covered with stuff. Oh, oh, Big Daddy. I like that. Thought. Another hole in the wall. Big Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm going to say uh, Samsung. Oh, yeah. I, I Ooh, that's see. a good one. Good. Well, especially if he would have went in a police academy, that would have been a good show. I would have seen that. That would be the <laughs> best episode of Cops ever. I about Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Mikey's good, too. But what about Sam and Neil? And they're both cops and uh, they have to work together. <laughs> hey, you, you pull your car over right now, studio. <laughs> be quiet, Sam. What is that? Now it's on my stick. <laughs> oh my god. Does Carlos oh, know about that? Do you know about the Icy Hot uh prank and the Icy Hot video? I I I want to say that I I either saw the video way after it happened. But I definitely didn't know when it happened. And I was Did like you see it on MTV like everyone else? No. I I want to say I cuz it happened while I was in RA. Right? I want to say I saw it that year or maybe the next year. And I was like, it was hilarious. It was, I was like, when his reaction, I was dying. But I had no idea that it went on MTV and went viral. I mean, that's just crazy, man. Yeah, there was, um, uh, so there was the original Icy Hot prank to Samsung. And then after that, it became the, Icy hot. Uh, it wouldn't. It was like, like freshman initi- initiation. Initiation, initiation, but it wasn't even an initiation because we all did it too. Yeah, we didn't just make them do it. <laughs> and I think, I honestly, I think now looking back on it, I think the first time we did it, the very first time we did it, which is not the video that we just posted up uh, recently, mm-hmm. was actually I think Carlos was still the RA because I think it was spring of '07. Because that video was fall of 07. So I mm-hmm. think I think the first time we did it was Carlos was the RA. And we did it for incoming students during the spring, which I don't know who it would have been at that point. But Well, I remember we did it multiple times because yes. one time Zach did it and he wasn't in the other video. That, that was, was the first time. That was the first one. Okay. All right. I remember that one. That's Yeah. I remember that one for sure. Colleen, Colleen you remember when we did that too? You know, we, we put... <laughs> <laughs> we let them know we had a video too. Yeah. <laughs> Put it up on YouTube. No, you know what? Actually, we had babies, and they will never know what it's like to have babies. But if you want to go and do icy hot, whatever that may or may not be close to or not, mm. but. Yeah, I'll take having a baby over what they did. You got to put Icy Hot on your hooch and then let us know which is worse. It's the only way. No, you got to put Icy Hot in your peen and then you'll know. <laughs> Listen, I already started the, the umbrella challenge, so I'm going to be putting that out tomorrow. I want to see you guys do that. I will not be, I will not be partaking in that one. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can't look at you the same for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I miss when- it. I'm down. <laughs> never talking about like Carlos and like you're gonna roll into this umbrella of and I want to be like, 
too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Yo, thinking about Samsung, what if like Samsung was the bachelor and like he was the <laughs> I can picture that. Oh love it. Though he wouldn't, he he wouldn't get any ratings. <laughs> <laughs> True, I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> you would sing Brian McKnight to them. <laughs> <laughs> Will you make me kimchi? <laughs> Best rice though in that rice cooker. He'd be like, "Why you make me pick up rolls? I stab myself. <laughs> it's on my stick." <laughs> 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 what is that? That was on my stick. <laughs> there it is. All right, guys. Well, honestly, like um Wolfie, thanks for setting that uh that little segment up. Um we're coming here to the end of the of the episode. Again, those of you that are still on the Zoom, feel free to stay on after the recording stops and we're gonna continue to hang out, talk. At that point, everybody can be unmuted and just do your thing. I know I'm looking forward to it because I haven't heard too many of um, James Zingers. I think he's waiting until we stop recording because that guy, let me tell you, if you want to talk about like one of the funniest, quickest, like quick wit guys in 24 history, it's got to be James. So I, I'm looking forward to that. So everybody that's still here, hang on for uh, after the episode. But let me do this really quick. Um, these are going to be the, uh, the weekly plugs. Twitter, you know the deal. If you want to follow us at 24 down podcast is our handle. If you want to email us 24 down podcast at gmail.com. We got Facebook pages, which now I can actually finally invite Carlos to, because that was so hard for me to keep that a secret from everybody. So now I can finally invite Carlos to these Facebook pages. Um, we got the YouTube. Uh, so you can watch this and other podcasts on YouTube and then the store frontier uh, where we've got shirts. I'm always coming up with ideas. If you guys have ideas for a shirt, shoot shoot it to me i'll work on it tom's actually helping me out a lot with it as well um we'll, we'll get your shirt designed if you got an idea um but if you want a shirt that's already up there check it out there's a ton d shat won a shirt tonight so um D-Shat. so yeah so uh for tom's nips <laughs> yeah <laughs> so check check that out um and then this is what i'm going to do here um before we like close out close out i just want to take a few minutes here and everybody that's still here, um, whenever whenever we do an episode, I always give the guests the, the last word. Um, so I'm going to give everybody a chance to do 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it is. Um, say whatever it is you want to say, and we'll just kind of um, go through, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go name by name or whatever. And we're going to close out, close out with Carlos. And, and uh, Carlos, you can give us whatever uh, closing thoughts you got. And then if you want to close us out in prayer after that. So uh, for myself, like, I just want to say, like, thank you guys so much. Um, episode 24. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me that we're here. We're at episode 24. I wasn't sure if this thing was going to take off or not. And it did. Uh, and it just continues to grow and continues to, take off and every episode is amazing content if you haven't been on come on please like it's going to be it's going to be great everybody wants to hear from everybody but i really i cannot thank everybody enough um within the 24 down family i feel like uh, i met you guys at a time where you molded me 
to or help molded me to become what I am today. And not that I'm the best model of, of things to follow, but um, I, I wouldn't be what I am today without everybody. So I, I really appreciate everybody, every single person in the 24 Down family. Uh, Wolfie, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think this podcast has just meant so much to me. Um, again, it's not just the podcast, like the, the, it's almost been for me, like the rebirth of my 24 down family. And I know, I think James was the first to like, really like mention me on the podcast and say like, Oh, why hasn't he been on people reached out and I got on and just got like hooked into it. And like, since then um, I probably talked to like 30 plus people that I haven't talked to in a decade. And I've seen Matias in person. I've seen Kindler stayed at my house for a weekend uh, and I just hung out with Michael and Raquel last Wednesday. Cause I was just like, we're so close. Why aren't we actually seeing each other and hanging out? So just the, uh, the community, this has brought back. Um, even my wife has talked about it saying like, it's just cool. Like we have like a big group of friends again, like <laughs> that we kind of haven't had since like we've been in college. Um, so I'm just so appreciative of, you know, uh, everybody here and, and just the community and the family that we have. And I just love you all so much. And if, again, if you haven't been on, um, get on because people want to hear your stories, but even more, we just want to reconnect with you. Andrew. Yeah, this has been such an awesome time to be able to, to catch up with people. Um, I really appreciate hat putting this all together. Um, you know, but I just want to say that, what we have is truly special. And, you know, I was talking to someone at work and I mentioned something about, Oh yeah. One of my friends from college started a podcast and, and, you know, we were talking about when we were at each other's weddings and I started just saying to me, just things that were just normal. Like, Oh, we've been at each other's weddings. We've been at each other for this. We travel here. I went on vacation to see Tom before this. And I, you know, and we're, and he's like, I can't believe you guys see each other that much. He's like, how many people from college, like keep in touch. And I was like, I was like, maybe there's like a solid group of like 10 to 15 and then it's growing more. And he's like, you know, he's like, I don't even barely talk to anybody from college. And I think that's a lot of people. And so like what we have here is truly special, you know, and I, I it's just awesome for me because I love even when I can't answer, I love my phone's just blown up all the time with jokes, um, with people just being funny. They're making gifts or making photoshopped, you know photos that are funny but then there's people that are all of a sudden say hey i'm going through this and there's people saying i'll pray for you hey get a hold of me because i know this and there's people helping each other supporting each other like it's it's really great like what we have is truly special and um i'm just very very grateful for it and i know we always make jokes about how expensive college was but i wouldn't trade it in. i wouldn't trade it at all because i mean i got my wife my friends and i have true lifelong mem you know memories that i'll never forget um, and so it's completely worth it. So I just, I'm super grateful for everybody here. Um, and even, you know, people like, again, like Michael and Raquel, I'm listening to your podcast. Like today I'm in the middle of it and I'm like, I need to hang out with them. They sound like such a fun couple. Like, I love how you guys interact and are picking on each other. And like, I'm like, I told Nancy, she's like, we need to set it up. Like we're going to hang out with you guys. And so like, it's just growing into more, it's opening up more friendships. And so I'm very grateful for that. Buddha. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, when, when I was at Valley Forge, it was just the time of my life, you know, um, it was just 
mostly good, clean fun. And, um, you know, when I, when I graduated, I just always looked back at it as just a really good time. I always wished I can go back there. I, I liked being married. I liked being in ministry. I liked having kids and I still love those things. But now to have this back in my life again, even though it's virtually, I, I can't wait to physically be with you guys and meet with you guys and starting that up, you know, with the stupid pandemic, but the pandemic, which was supposed to push us apart, brought us together. And it's just amazing on this call right now, at the end of our call, there's about 14 or so people or more. And like, that's that, you know, we think this is important to be on this on a Friday night, you know what I mean? And this was, this is very important and it's bring, it's brought so much fulfillment to my life. You know what I mean? And this is definitely a, a big thing. This is definitely one of the most important things in my life right now, you know, and I love doing the podcast, uh, you know, I thank hat for, for starting it up again and bringing us back together again. And, you know, you know, hat went to school to be a youth pastor. Wasn't that right? And, um, you know, it may not be that you're a pastor today, but you're definitely a leader. You're leading us back together. And I, I think you're doing an awesome job because he's not doing it all by himself. He's 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 giving us the power. He's empowering us to 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 get on podcasts and to and to and to host and and to create shirts and things like that. And it's just awesome. So I'm just so happy to be here with you guys and to keep this going. And I, you know, this time I, I don't know if it's ever gonna stop. And uh, I'm happy about that. Rainis. Francis, you're still you're still muted. You got you got to start over. Okay, I'm muted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm one of the handful of people that didn't get a lot out of the school educationally wise. Um, so, uh, but the group of friends that we made was was unreal. You know, um, we're we're there for each other a lot. Uh, weddings, funerals, uh, stuff going on in people's lives. Um, but the group of friends, and I, I met my wife at 24 Down as well. So what it means to me as a whole in my life is is huge. Um, and I can't stress how much we as admins and other people here value the time that we have together, even on Zoom or something, because um, I know how much I miss it. So I want to value this as much as I can, because I know at some point that this might die out a little bit and I'm just going to miss it again. So um, to me, that's just what it means. And, and I appreciate everyone getting on and seeing faces I haven't seen in forever, like Carlos and Michael and Raquel and Murph and everyone at, who, who stays out of touch. But it, it's awesome to see you guys, even if over a Zoom call. But most of you guys aren't too far. So hopefully we can set something up. Colleen? I don't want to go too long, um, but you already know how much I love all of you, and this getting together with everybody, and whether it's the chat or the Zoom calls or just all of it. I know that I definitely needed it, and I know you boys needed it. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're you're breaking up a little. I mean, we we could hear everything you said though, for the most part, but you're breaking a little bit. All right. Well, we'll 
Colleen, if you could. Okay, that's happened in my podcast too. Anyway, I love you all. And I'm so glad that I get to talk to you guys. All right, Tom. Let me make sure I'm unmuted. Um, it's so funny, Colleen. Your, your computer slows down, and it sounds like you're hammered. It's like, it's like it's the funniest sound in the world to me. Um, that uh, I love you. Um, th- this uh, this is just so cool to me because um, I, we we would probably have had. I think this is my favorite part about it. Thinking about it as everyone's talking, we probably would have had a reunion, but it probably would have been like six of us. And this podcast is going to just like build it like there's going to be 30 to 40 of us because of this podcast. And that in itself is worth it. Obviously, we all want to hear each other, like what everyone's going through and all this stuff at this point. But that that bringing everybody together so we can physically see each other at some point. This is like a such a good little buffer in between all of that. And got a shout out to you for doing this and and everybody that's supporting it and everybody that's continuing to do it. It's, it's like seeing like Neil monsters face and Van Hussey and Nate Wilds. Like when I open up the screen and I'm like, man, all them people, like th- those are, those people are now because they were doing this tonight. Those people are now going to be on the podcast. I bet within the next few weeks. And, and it is sweet seeing something just build bigger and bigger. So respect to everybody that's involved doing it. And I love you guys. And, thanks for contributing and it's sweet to see all your faces again tim sorry did you say me yeah yeah okay yeah cut out right there sorry yeah i mean it's uh it really is like sublime just being able to see everyone's face again uh you know some people obviously like i was i was closer to like more than others but at the end of the day i mean you know one thing I love about doing the podcast and starting to go through the, the podcast is that you know, we're all like intertwined in, in some sort of way, uh, you know, being a part of two, four down in some way, shape or form. So, you know, uh, kind of like what you said, Buddha, I mean, the, the pandemic you know, brought a lot of challenges, but, you know, there's some great things that have come from it. And, you know, this is definitely one of them. So uh, I, I personally, you know, uh, really disconnected myself from a lot of social media uh, for a good portion of the time of the pandemic. And I even struggle with a lot of like social anxiety uh, stuff you know, uh, on and off even before the pandemic. And, you know, this is like helped me out, you know, in many ways, you know, uh, especially like on a personal level. So, you know, what you're doing hat and, you know, uh, what everyone's doing to help contribute, like it just, I know it means a world to everybody, including myself. So just looking forward to, Continue it. Nasty Murph. Yes. Uh, thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, it's pretty surreal just to see you guys and even talk to you guys, even though it's virtually. And like, um, you know, Tim said uh, about kind of disconnecting a little bit. I'm out on social media and stuff, and I kind of don't know what the heck happened to everybody and what anybody's doing. So this is like awesome. Just to, um, yeah, that, you know, see you guys in the chat a little bit and I miss so many messages and I try to get in there and look back, but it takes like an hour to read everything that I missed. 
Um, but yeah, I see it and like, yeah, it just brings back so many memories with you guys. And that time was really, it was unlike any other. And I don't think anything in life is ever going to compare to that time. Like we'll never be able to, to ever live like that ever again. And, uh, yeah, so there's some definitely nostalgia about that time and just getting together with you guys, hearing from you, seeing you, it is, uh, it's awesome. So yeah, thanks for putting this together. It's, uh, it's been really cool. Huge. Yeah, man, just want to echo everything that everyone's saying. I really appreciate, you know, the bond that we have, the brotherhood, the friendships. I mean, the memories, um, you know, again, a lot of things that I've talked to my podcast and other podcasts, how and what Kinder just mentioned about, you know, we've always been there for each other. A lot of you guys have been in my wedding, groomsmen in my wedding. A lot of you guys have been there for my dad's funeral. A lot of you guys have been in there for hard times for me and and you know and I hear about the support and everybody other everybody else's episodes about how folks have been there for support and it's so it's stronger than just college friends and just I mean it's really a family it's truly a bond and no matter how many years go by the for us to be able to reconnect and just joke and laugh like it was just you know like we're still on campus is just awesome so the memories man I, I cherish and and like uh, Murph mentioned, I mean, you know, those times, you probably won't live times like that again. And so the fact that we are on this podcast and the fact that we are going to probably do a reunion together, man, I'm looking forward to that day for sure. And I'm just thankful for all you guys, man. And uh, and um, I even connecting with Buddha recently, you know, even with the podcast, Buddha's been helping me with my weight loss and stuff, encouraging me. And it's been awesome. I mean, if I didn't have that too. I mean, I could imagine I'd probably still be crazy overweight, but he's been awesome and encouraging. And, and again, all the friendships and bonds. And again, I talked to Hat or mentioned Hat. One of the things I love the most are the uh, the questions segments of the podcast. I remember in his very first podcast with Disha, he had mentioned, you know, hey, I hope the question segment really picks up. And that's actually my favorite part of a lot of the episodes. They hear all the questions and the answers and stuff. But yeah, man, I'm just thankful for this. And just like everyone else said, and, uh, just love you guys. I really do, man. James? All right, I'm going to mute it. No, you know what? When we, uh, when you guys always end these uh, podcasts like this, I always think about something. You know, uh, there's a saying that says, like, you know, a friend is someone who you see every day, but a true friend is someone who you haven't seen in a while, but you see them. It's like it's never been a day missed, you know? And uh, I definitely uh, feel that way with you guys. I mean, years have gone by and we might have drifted apart, but, you know, but this thing was definitely cool. You know, it, it, uh, it definitely brought us back together. And what is this podcast to you, you know, and what is this reuniting to you? Now, for me personally, it's uh, I had to increase my data plan because we switched over to the messaging app. But I'm reminded every month with that bill that. I'm talking to you guys. So there you go. So, but uh, no, all jokes aside, I, I really do. Uh, I, one of the best parts of uh, if I'm traveling for work or if I'm, you know, even in the morning, just to my regular, you know, building, it's uh, those podcasts definitely keep you. And when they're only like an hour and 45 minutes, they're kind of sad, but the, the long ones are the best, you know, where it's just a couple hours where you can just drive and you're listening to you guys. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely awesome what we're doing. And uh, I do, uh, I know, I know Hat don't like to take the credit, but it was definitely, definitely uh, Hat's job there, you know, his uh, responsibility for bringing us all back together. 
And uh, sometimes, some days I regret it when I get the Photoshop pictures of me. I'm kind of confused, you know. Uh, Don Myers was my daddy, but then today I saw that Andrew was. So uh, we got a Jerry Springer episode coming up. I love you. But uh, nah, seriously, I love everything about this. Michael and Raquel. Uh, I think it's just super fun. It's just, I mean, honestly, putting Port Down was such a significant brotherhood that took on a sister in a time that was really difficult for me to like walk through. And I just appreciate you. And I'm sure that Michael could say the same thing because even though I dated really poopy boys, you guys all kind of kept me on the straight and narrow yet. Not really at the same time. Um, but it's just so fun to see your faces again. It's just happy and exciting. And I love seeing and hearing that you're all doing so well. And, you know, it's everything that a mom's heart would want for, you know, my friends and, and people that you want, you know, that you care about so much. So I'm just excited. And Michael is like dying laughing half the time whenever we're laying in bed and I'm like, what are you laughing about? And it's something silly that you guys are all texting and I don't know. It just brought a lightness. And I love that <clears throat> I'm the godmother now of uh, baby wolf and, you know, she's amazing. And <laughs> no, I'm just teasing, but she um, loves you. It's really easy. It's easy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it's just, I mean, the whole thing is exciting. And I was talking with Erin the other day and she was like, I'm so jealous. I can't, she's like, I just, you know, it's such a fun time in, in our lives whenever you're in your early 20s and just able to be free spirit. But yeah, anyway, you guys are pretty awesome and I'm super excited for the future for all of you. Anything, bad? Yeah, thanks, Hat, for putting this all together. And uh, it's, it is really awesome, like everyone has said, to see all your faces. Uh, it's been such a long time. And uh you know, Buddha, just thank you for sharing your umbrella story. You really touched me. Um, I don't know what that is. I, I'm out of the loop. <laughs> oh, were you not in on that? It oh, definitely yeah. it definitely touched me as well. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't laughed that hard in a really long time. So <laughs> you tell it wonderfully. So Was that the broom that went in? It was an umbrella. Oh, I thought it was a broom handle. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Ball was like this big. <laughs> she said, is that the broom handle that went in? <laughs> Wait, what's that story? <laughs> that was a day after. Yeah, different different story for a different episode. It's um, all over again. All right. Late. Okay. All right. <laughs> D-Shat. Oh my gosh, that's great stuff. Um man dude yeah i've mentioned it before i mean the same thing with like dude long drives are like the greatest things ever now because it's like it says if i'm just driving in the car and all my homies are just in the car with and it's just like taking a road trip with like everyone you know in the car and i don't know i just like i've, I've needed this i've needed something that makes me feel like because at this point like I've, I've traveled all over and it's like yeah i got friends here there and everywhere but like wherever i'm at i'm like man but how come where i'm at like I don't have the same kind of community and at a time where it's like, yeah, I got people down here, but I was still like missing something. And then like 
hat hits me up. I like the podcast and on it. And then, and every single, whoops, my battery's dying. Every single one of them. Am I still there? There we go. Um, it's funny whether it's like somebody who I, I had a good relationship with, or I knew, or someone who I didn't know. And I've mentioned this, like, like Buddha, like listening to that podcast. I'm like, dang, dude, I wish I knew Buddha back in school. Like that. I feel like we would have vibed so well. And um, but then there's like moments like that where you wish you knew someone better, but we're but now we can't get to know each other. Or, you know, Junior saying like, Donde está el amor de Cristo? Like, I totally forgot about that as I'm driving. And I'm like driving, I'm just like, yo, that's right. <laughs> like, I've had so many of those moments like in the car. And like, and this is funny, like the day um, I remember in the group chat, like it, I always feel back at same thing uh, as Merv said like I I get so caught up in things in the day and I come back to my phone and I'm like oh my god I missed like an hour's worth of messages I'm just gonna stay away but the times I do pop on I'm like I'm glad I saw this this is definitely awesome um but I was gonna say yeah when the one day my car broke down um you know it was like super miserable but I was listening to Tom's episode and and it's funny because like there's certain days like you hear something this is exactly like just something you needed to hear just like encourage you wherever you're at and like it was like right before my car broke down like as I got where I was trying to go um it was like I don't know if it was like my question popped up for Tom or something like that and Tom you just like said what you said about me and there's just moments where you're kind of like I wonder what people's impression was of me or I wonder what someone's lasting thing they thought about was and what you said, man, like it legit messed me up. And like, I'm like driving and I started like tearing up. And I remember like pulling off the exit to get into the parking lot. And my car was like overheating at that moment. Like normally I'd be panicking and freaking out. And so I was like, Tom, if it wasn't for this, man, I'd probably have a serious meltdown right now. But like, I don't know. Something about that just like, it really humbled me and um, made me forget all my problems. And that's kind of what I'm trying to like get to is saying like this podcast is something that helps me just like, realize dude like life out in the world right now is pretty crazy but it's a lot less crazier knowing like you guys are out there and you know we're all can still be so close and um still show love to one another we can joke around we can be serious and with the fact that all of us have had some sort of impact on one another to the point where we still want to stay in touch and it's special but helps you forget about the craziness out there and i don't know i'm just grateful i'm rambling but i'm just grateful for everything to meet new people hear old stories remember old things or just hear just some kind words from some people like it's good because we all we all need that in this day and age so thank you guys for being a part of all this jazz and hat just living us all together and yeah we are the world and release that book Hadisha. we are the children <laughs> uh, as soon as i can get like the dang thing edited like it, it's so far it's supposed to be costing like a just shy of a thousand dollars to get it professionally edited so as soon as I figure out that process, like I'm going to get that book out ASAP. And then I'm finally like making it happen though. So <sighs> dude, so we could edit you- it. We got like probably like at least a hundred plus years of like college education right here. <laughs> I was going to say Joe, Joe actually said that he would, Joe would volunteer to actually edit your book for you. So um, he'll do it for free. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Nate, Nate, are you still there? Nate might not be there. We'll see. All right, it seems like he's not there. Uh, during during that whole thing, uh, as we're going through, 
uh, Yugi joined. So Yugi, I'm sure you've kind of picked up on it. We're just kind of doing a quick little like uh, 30 seconds, minute, two minutes, whatever, what 24 down uh, meant to you or, or whatever. So this is, we're, we're closing out the, the episode. Uh, so if there's anything you want to say, go ahead. Uh, am I coming out good? I'm using little headphones. You yeah. look good. Thanks. Your beard looks sexy. Um, yeah, sorry. I missed the podcast. My buddy came over and we wanted to get, he wanted to get food and that's all he ever does. So we ended up going out and getting a reservation. Um, but yeah, as far as 24 down goes, man, like it brings me back to like what James was saying in his podcast. Um, he was saying like, I kind of wrote you guys off, um, to a point that's kind of how it was for all of us. I'm sure there's certain people in our lives still from 24 down people that you know you text daily or monthly or whatever but there was a time where most of us didn't speak at least for 10 years um like i saw d shed almost every year at you know inner shikari concerts or whatever random trips to philly and yeah buddy um yeah there were great times and i hope they never end and uh that's the kind of thing like with like seeing people like uh murph and carlos here what's up carlos I didn't say hi or anything but i kind of popped in late but, uh, you know, that stuff that, you know, it's something we shouldn't have written off so easily because it was such an important part in our lives. Um, I don't know. It, it, that's kind of what it means to me because people come and go, you know, some of the best friends people make are people they work with. And then as soon as they're done working with them, they just never speak again. And that's kind of how 24 down felt for a lot of us. But at the same time, because of you hat, we kind of get the opportunity to, relive it and move forward with it and make more memories and you know who knows 10 years down the road we're going to come back to this and re-listen to them all again and have another reunion and you know however technology is then we'll do something new but you know as far as this goes like this is something that we all needed because in those times there's a lot of dark times for people in in their podcasts they're talking about and um 24 down brought i feel like most if not all of us through those times so it kind of speaks for itself but for me personally i'm grateful to be a part of it i'm grateful to call you guys my brothers and sisters and um yeah i'm just excited to see where this is going to go you know uh moving forward with other areas of technology and uh yeah i love all you guys all right and now uh Last but certainly not least, Carlos, give us your uh, your takeaway, and then if if you would, when you're done with that, lead us out in prayer. And like I said, um, everybody who's still on here, feel free to stick around and hang out after we're done recording. Um, what what twenty four has evolved to is beyond a building. It's beyond the numbers. It's definitely a family, a community that. Um, has transitioned uh, and, and different uh, moments in our time. <clears throat> and what I realized in life is that when we grow up, we go to school, our friends are there, junior high, high school, um, and, and there's no work involved with that. You just get up and go, and they're there. <clears throat> then comes college. Same thing. You go to bed, you get up, everybody's there. Doesn't, you know, it, there's no work involved. Your family's right outside your door. And then you leave college. 
It's a skill no one taught us. There was nothing we could prepare for. Um, and we, for the first time, had to start making efforts um, because we no longer could walk outside of our doors and our friends were there. Uh, we could no longer go to lunch together. <clears throat> and what's happening now is that we're living in a way where we're living purposefully. And that's what requires um, this relationship, this family to continue moving forward. And, and Josh, I think you are definitely leading um, this new chapter of 24 down. A, a chapter that I think will take us further than we've ever thought before. Um, and, and I say that starting off that we, we've gone beyond a building, we've gone beyond numbers, we're something different. Um, I can't describe to people what this is. I don't even think our own families can reflect this. It, it is such a layered and eclectic group. We're so diverse. But what this has done um, is demonstrated that there is such a love within this community that sometimes we don't even see it in the world we live in. We, we live in. Um, and I, I want to say that, you know, Josh and his family, um, you've rekindled for me um, this passion to want to continue to live this, um, this spirit of 24 down, of community, accepting people, um, looking beyond these imperfections that are differences. Um, it's something that is, is definitely is hard to put a friend on it, but this community requires to continue to live that, that, that lifestyle of living purposefully. When we wake up, reaching out to one another, um, but once again, I mean, it's evolved something beyond this building, beyond these numbers. Um, I wanna thank you guys for um, allowing me to be a part of this. This is something that um, when Josh eventually uh, was able to go get a hold of me, and, I'm, and I know it was a, uh, it was it was like a Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise type of situation. Uh, I I, I, I was definitely um, left without words um, because I, when I first walked onto Twenty Four Down, those hallways were empty. But when I left, those hallways were full of not just anybody, but of a family.
And that's what we are. And that's what we will continue to be. Uh, thank you, brothers. All right. Lord, I want to thank you for these brothers, for these, for my, for, for my family. This is this is definitely a reflection of, uh, of of what you want to see on this earth. People who who really want to reflect uh, a passion uh, uh, that many people don't experience, a family that I'm many people don't see. And I pray that. Uh, during these chapters and, and, and these changes in our lives that we continue to um, be united and, and share those stories and, and really um, pass down that, that baton to the next generation, um, whether it's our kids, uh, whether it's our family members or the people who look up to us, but we continue to um, pass down that mantle 24 down um, that for us, has evolved to something greater, and I and I do pray that um, this family allows us and 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 the people that are really administering the the structure of this to live a lifestyle that equals purpose, um, a lifestyle that money can't buy. And I hope that financially, Lord, that we, we all next year are in a better place and that we continue to reach our dreams and live out your purpose. Amen. 24 down. Buddha! 24 down what it means to me. Mikey pooping on the floor, smelling pee pee. The closest floor on campus you'll see. Here comes that pole, watch out, Pete. Dinner long table, sit down, eat. Slapped in the balls, now laying at your feet. Outside field playing you frisbee. Crappiest building that I ever did see. Every single day yelling shootio. Buddha got an umbrella stuck up his hole. Connect to the super lamp playing Halo. Forever saying Carlos. Yeah, we love you, Carlos. 24 down fam. Here comes the man with no arms Rizzo and Henry eating chicken palms Driving through the back streets and the farms This is why 24 it is the bomb Bucking Buddha runs through Wawa This is Sparta, someone farted Don't be mistaken, 24 down won't back down And cannot be taken 24 down got girls and guys No amount of money can this bomb buy Over 20,000 for a year supply Closer than anyone in this world, no lie The special bomb will never die It all started when we first said hi Our potential is through the sky Do you you feel it on 24 down high I am 24 down high I am 24 down high I am 24 down high 24 down for life shout out to Hatmaker bro you the best you brought us together once again shout out to all the 24 down guys and girls I love you all Let's do this, baby. 24 down for life. I'm 24 down.